I serve cold with the wolves in the hawks Never shiver in the snow The bulls keep it running The socks run the south The cubs run the north But the bears run the house Two Chicago sports fans Got their ears to the streets Any team make a move And they never skip a beat And in this house This is where we be Welcome to the show With E-Rock and Big Z Welcome, welcome, welcome Welcome to Chicago. Coming from the True Chicago Sports Fan Cave, this is a TCSF podcast with E-Rock and Big Z. Oh, yeah. Episode 55 is brought to you by 606 Media, True Chicago Sports Fans, ACSI, and Grit Clothing Company. Don't forget to go to gritclothingco.com and get your official TCSF podcast t-shirt. Search for keyword True Chicago. Use our promo code TrueFan15 for 15% off your entire order that is true fan 15 to get go get your official tcsf shirts now go get them as always i'm big z and i'm here with my boy the man the myth the legend what up e? what's good z what's up ladies and gentlemen welcome in if you are a first timer or a long timer please remember to hit that subscribe button that notify button and go ahead and give us a review on your listening app of choice and don't forget you can support the show with a monthly subscription at anchor.fm slash true chicago sports fans and click on that little support button and you can give us your money z <laughs> <laughs> what kind of accent was that? The money accent. There you go. All right, let me tell you a little bit about our friends over at ACSI. With over 50 expert technicians in the Chicagoland area, ACSI offers a one-stop shop for telecom wiring. Whether residential cable installation, fiber to the home, or commercial structured cable wiring. Z, let me tell you the most impressive thing about ACSI. During these hard times, the, the ACSI crew did their thing during, during the COVID-19 pandemic, and ACSI was awarded HACIA's 2020 Contractor of the Year Award. The best part is that ACSI is growing bigger and better than ever. ACSI is now hiring for field sales, technicians, and project managers. Check out ACSI.tech, that's ACSI.tech, and click on Careers to Apply Today. Go get you a job. Go do it. Yo, check it out. This week, we bring back a fan favorite, a good friend of ours, and our guest co-host today. And he's also, just to throw this in there, he is a manic LeBron James lover. Our boys, Mike Logic <laughs> is in the house. What up, Mike? What up, Mike? I see you guys got jokes. Oh, yeah. Every day. Every Twice take, on Sunday. Taking Every. shots at a billionaire who's got <laughs> private rocket money if he chooses so. No, no sir. We're, we're taking shots, shots at, at you. you <laughs> not at LeBron. <laughs> no. At least, at least you didn't bring the ColecoVision with his picture on it this Look, time. Look, oh, you know, man. I'm surprised you guys were able to pull me away from my very... Very busy Sunday schedule. Oh yeah, I had to turn down a different podcast to was be it? here with you guys. I just want to let you know the sacrifices I make to be here. Yeah, well, so I hope you appreciate it. Is it. The same sacrifices Le- LeBron James makes every time he flops. Is, are you flopping on us? Yeah, you, it's good. To, it's good to see you guys. <laughs> <laughs> All right, boys, check it out. We had another great guest today. Justin Porter runs the Lacrosse School and Rotten Apples Lacrosse, and you can also find him at. The Lacrosse School on Twitter and also Rotten Apples LAX. And you can also check him out on YouTube, destroying his competition with his rap battles. Oh, yeah. So, what's good, boys? How are you doing? How was your week? Dude, I uh, just got back from Milwaukee. I went over there on Friday uh, with my boy Hirsch. He had about 70 White Sox fans. Oh, man. Uh, we had a Takisa. Is that all of you guys? 
Don't worry. I'll, I'll fix that. I'll fix that in post. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah uh, we we took over that stadium. You know, uh, Chicago North. And uh, we uh-huh. had a great time. No, we uh, we had a Takis. It's about, a cool stadium. It's a beautiful stadium. It's so much fun. No, what sucks about it, the only thing that sucks about it is that they don't have no AC. You know what that sucks about it is that the Brewers play there. That's what I think. But, hey, hey. Well, you can, we can move the Cubs up there. Go ahead. No. no. <laughs> all right. No, then. thank you. No, man, we had a Takisa. It was like all-you-can-eat tacos. Woo. Yeah, so, you Woo. know, your boy did some damage up there. <laughs> <laughs> mm. You got some steak and al pastor tacos. Almost made me spit out the beer. Hey, don't waste it. Any any, any beria tacos? No, no, no. It was just simple. Uh, you know, al pastor say, and dance. Say it again. Beria. Birria. Birria. Sp- yeah. Speaking of, well, my luck is here. Uh, my sister dropped off some. Uh, 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 what's your place? Something kitchen. Salud. Salud kitchen. Yeah. And I was upset because I opened the box. She's like, "Oh, I got you some tacos. Like, yeah, I didn't eat. I'm like, cool. And I opened the box and I'm like, "There's birria tacos in here. Oh, I'm so excited. I'm gonna see what Mike says. It was just a chicken taco. So disappointed. I can't believe it was Mike good. It was good, but I wanted to taste the birria tacos. You just gotta go up there. So, sometimes, if you want something done right, you gotta do it. You damn, still. <laughs> what up, B? What's, what's good with you, man? Uh, hey, uh, the AC is fixed. Thank you. The AC is fixed, ladies and gentlemen. We, I had to. Pull we're all up big my, boys here, man. We can't be sweating all. I, 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 I had to pull up my technician skills. Uh, we had the guy come out last week, and he wanted to charge me. Uh, like a stack, eleven hundred to you know do this, and he was like, "Oh, an extra two hundred to clean out the fan." I'm like, "Bro, I use a, a little screwdriver and a vacuum cleaner." I did myself. Can you owe me two hundred bucks? Right, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I just ordered the part online, popped it in. We're good to go. Nice, nice and cool in here. So uh, you are welcome, sir. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Yeah, because thank quite, you, YouTube. It, it was a little, it was yeah. a little <laughs> moist last week. Yeah, RepairClinic.com. That's absolutely the the, the the number one choice of all apt uh, appliance technicians is uh, tra- <laughs> RepairClinic.com. Good to know. It's dope. They show you everything literally step by well, step YouTube, he's, not, he's not lying yeah no, youtube 100%. does everything for you now yeah 100 so check it out this week we have a lot of great topics to talk about we have uh cubs trade bait finally coming back to the lineup the unretiring of a popular white Sox rookie i wonder who <laughs> Bro- <laughs> <laughs> brotherly love for the blackhawks and miller time is over on the lakefront all that plus of course stirring the pot but first it's the big three with Big Z. Yes, sir. Thanks, E-Rock. I am Big Z, and you're not. No, I'm not. Now, for the stories of the week. All right, story <laughs> number one. Uh-oh. Fear the deer. The Milwaukee Bucks have won the NBA championship. Bucks and six. So, uh, no, no, no. <laughs> don't even do it. Don't even do it. You change your stuff like three times. No. No, no I changed it once. I changed it once, and I was correct. So, uh, hey, what did they say? If at first you don't you don't succeed, try again. And I did. And yeah, I the sun so shines you. on a dog's ass once a day. Well, too. the suns are not shining right now because they're at home without a title. <laughs> yeah, Giannis did his thing. Hey, Mike, what? what, what? Fair the deer is just... The least intimidating slogan of all time. It started uh, during, I think, it was, was it 2012, 2013? No, 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 I'm sorry. About 2014, 2015, I went up there for the Bulls playoffs. Bucks, uh, uh, Bulls, and there was like towels everywhere. Yeah. Via the deer, I was like, that is the stupidest yeah. thing because deer get shot. Deer get run over by, by semi-trucks. <laughs> I'm not, what, what is there to fear about a deer? Yeah, no. You're not usually in fear of a deer. They're, they're fearful of everyone else. Well, if you drive down Forest Reserve, the deer there are there all the time. And I, and it was funny because I literally just shut down someone on Facebook last week because they're like, oh, look at this beautiful, majestic deer. And I'm like, it's a rat with hooves. What are you talking about? 
Are he, you get, he gets off on this stuff. He he gets off on shutting uh, people down. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, hey, hey, if you're good at it, it's fun. If you're not, then you just, just give him the facts, Eddie. Just, 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 just facts. Oh, people hate that. All right, Mike. People hate that. I, intrigue us with the uh, with the facts of the uh, NBA's. Well, the facts is my prediction was absolutely wrong. <laughs> I had I had the Suns in six. I had the Suns in four. <laughs> Yeah. I, I just didn't believe that that Giannis could could get it done, and I I still thought you know when the series was going on it was going to come down to him needing to hit a big shot for them, yeah. you know your best player usually the one that hit the big shots for you it's not always the case it like, wasn't a big right, shot it right. was a big dunk yeah dude that 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 whole it changed the momentum holiday, of the series holiday got the steal right comes down throws the lob to Giannis I mean it, it was a huge and it, Chris it, Paul with a dirty play that no one talks about that was a push in the air that is a yeah, dirty yeah. play Chris Paul's a dirty player there's yes. no getting around that yes I mean but but Giannis I mean the whole series he showed out yeah he did I mean this is a guy that we talk about potentially a lot in the last couple of years being the best player in the NBA mm-hmm. because of we're lucky we're and Say whatever you want about LeBron. He's very. He has all the accolades. He has all the titles. He's a you know a, a Olympic gold medal winner, MVP, all this stuff. You know, multiple multiple NBA championships. But we know for a fact that he's on a decline. He's getting older. So right. we're looking towards the future. Who are the next stars of the NBA? Who's going to take the mantle? And and you got you Luca. Know, you got Luca and you got Giannis. And 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 we've and kind of been looking. It's at the him Giannis for a while. era right now. No, when yeah, people 100%. were like, "Oh, Luca's better," I'm like, "Yeah, but Luca doesn't play defense. Luca's a better." Uh, offensive player. I'm taking Giannis over Luka. I am but you're, but uh, you know, as a, as a person that's going to take over the mantra, you want somebody who can play both, right? Yeah. LeBron can play both when he wants to. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. I right. mean, he he when he wants to, he can be a very good defensive player. But right. he has to have that want. Now, I mean, you have to get onto it every single time. You can't just be like, that, and that's. I think that's. Luka's one of the got a long things. way to go. I yeah. mean, Luka does have a long way to go when it comes to defense. People but see the big numbers. He's he really he, good. Yeah. People see the numbers he puts up. He's got a long way to go. His efficiency still has to get better. But back to Giannis. How impressed were you guys with his closeout performance? 50 points, 14 rebounds, 5 blocks, 2 assists, and I know he went 17 for 19 from the free throw line. You, you, he, can't, you can't do much better than that. He said, Milwaukee, jump on my back. I got y'all. I got, and he I sure got, did. I got one word for that, and that's clutch. Yes. A clutch player that took his team while scoring 50 points to win their first championship mm-hmm. since, in, uh, 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 what, 1970, whatever. 50 years, mm-hmm. 50 years since they won. And then he went and scored 50 points in the in the game-winning game, or mm-hmm. the, the game-winning, uh, series-winning game. And then he went to Chick-fil-A. And ordered 50 and ordered uh, sandwiches. 50 nuggets. No, sandwiches. They're like mini sandwiches. I thought it was nuggets. No. They gave me a 50-piece. No, it's 50 of mini, they're like mini either, sandwiches. Either way, Chick-fil-A can kick rocks. I don't like to, I don't, I don't mess with Chick-fil-A. Well, for neither whole, here, For a whole, whole different yeah. reasons. Yeah. So, I mean, but. So I don't know what their food is when he's up. I'm like, yeah. I could have swore that I heard the thing where he said 50 piece, but I mean, yeah. you know, I could have been thinking yeah. about 50 cent. But either way, he was a man of the people. He showed up. He hadn't slept. He yes, took. He yes. had both trophies with him because he was like, yeah. I, I, it feels like a dream. And this is this is what makes it reality. These, yes. these the hardware. Yeah, yeah, and seeing the scenes of him after he won the title, you you, you can't help but fall in love with 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 the guy, the basketball player. Of Giannis. course, and he, crying, and he you came from you, nothing. You, you could tell how much it meant to him to yeah, win this the title. Kid came well, from nothing. It's that, and he, he like you said, he was driving around with the two trophies. He yeah. was like, "These are my bodyguards, and they're not leaving my side." Yeah. But I I think it's kind of ironic when we're talking about CP3 with the fact that Giannis and both his brothers. Are NBA champions before CP3? Yeah. How do you like that? CP3 is not winning Ouch. the title, and that's I mean, like Ouch. you could say you could think whatever you want about CP3. Uh, I will give him a lot of props for going into Phoenix, a team where like Phoenix, that's really where you're signing. Right. And he took him to the. I mean, like yeah, yeah, Devin Booker, Aiton was very good uh, until the finals, but 
you you talk about the fact that a veteran came in there, boosted up the young guys, and they made their way to the finals. Granted, you had a lot of injuries, and the same thing can be said about Milwaukee because yeah. Milwaukee had to play a bunch of teams that like half half of the East was out, half of the West was out. Le- LeBron was out early because uh, because of uh, AD. Okay, mm-hmm. they didn't have enough firepower in LA. The 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 Warriors were out because they they play that one in game uh, one uh, that playing game, game right? and yeah. they lost to the Lakers. Then right. so I mean like all the dominoes were starting to fall and everything was in place for for CP3 to finally get a championship and he couldn't get it done. So so sad, too bad. So while we're talking about CP3, I want to ask you guys: If you're Phoenix, you're the Phoenix Brass, you can't pay CP3 over 40, 40 million. million. No way, no way. Hopefully no. he opts out. He's gonna opt on and go to like what the Lakers. That, and that doesn't make sense to me either. I don't like the idea of him and LeBron sharing the court together because both of them need the ball in their they hand. Need, because, because you don't want CP3 to be a spot-up shooter. No, well, look at look not. what they have in in, uh, in Jersey. Or, I'm sorry, Brooklyn. <laughs> yeah, Same thing. Uh, you know, they have all ball hogs, all three of them. Uh, th- I think the phrase is uh, too many cooks. That's what it is right yeah. there. there. There's you too go. many cooks too in many the kitchen, cooks. ladies and gentlemen. All right, story number two. The COVID effect. Ooh. A Minnesota Vikings assistant has left the team after refusing to get the coronavirus vaccine, sources told ESPN. Also, offensive line coach Rick Dennison left the team after choosing not to get vaccinated and his job um, and his job's already been filled. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Next man up. Yeah. Good for you. Uh, it, so again, so sad. Too bad. Go home. We don't need you. If you don't want to follow the rules, then you can get out of here. Yeah. I mean, because your employer says you have to do something. If you don't like it, then you can go somewhere else. When does the government ever give you free medicine? No one. You never get free medicine. Go and get your damn yeah. shot. All those it, conspiracy theories, like, oh, they don't get free medicine for diabetes. I, I just, I don't understand. They're trying to stop a global pandemic, and now we're seeing the, the numbers go up with the Delta variant. Yep. Get your shot. They also, they also came out and says uh, a, a big part of that um you had another coach from the boston uh yeah boston. jim mcbride of yeah. boston uh jim mcbride of the boston globe reported on friday that cole popovich not related to coach popovich yeah uh who was a co-offensive line coach with carmen Brasilio. yeah hey, three for three today Damn. in 2020 won't be back in it with the team on 2021 the 36 year old popovich has been on the patriots in 2015 Serving first as a coaching assistant and then an assistant running backs coach in 2019 before shifting to the offensive line last season to help replace the retired Dante, son of a biscuit, Dante Scarnet, what? Scarnecchia. Scarnecchia. All right, Scarnecchia. Those Boston names. So now you got two coaches already opting out. Yeah. We're, I think uh, DeAndre Hopkins came out on Twitter and says that this is, you know, he said something that he got roasted on Twitter and then yeah. he came out with a thing that says freedom with a question mark. So there's there are players in the league that have been opposed to getting the COVID-19 uh, vaccine. But guess what? NFL says that if your team, they, the NFL wants every team to be, be at least 80% fully right. vaccinated. Just like baseball, one. right. Number two, they basically said that if you're not vaccinated and you're there's an outbreak of COVID in your locker room because of this, you forfeit. And, and, other, and yeah, you don't get paid. You don't get paid. And now here's the crappy That's thing. That's the risk you take. The other team will get the win. They get a word of the win, but they also don't get a game check because they don't play a game. So now, yeah, yeah exactly. You got 106 people on, on the field pissed off at you. Yeah, so I mean, look, uh, 
Go and get your shot. It's free, guys. Go and get it. I mean, mm-hmm. we're getting to the point where they're because of the variants, they're stopping some of the mass vaccination sites and going to smaller communities. So it's still out there. And I promise you, I promise you, your team doctor can get you a COVID vaccine. So take care of yourself. Get it done. Get your paper. Get your generational wealth and stop messing around. Mm-hmm. See, but I'm going to play devil's advocate. And I am an advocate for actually getting the vaccine. I'm vaccinated. However, I understand from the standpoint of people who don't trust this, don't understand what what could happen to them or you know what the side effects could well okay. you know what the side effects would be you know where i'm going with this though like to not know what this thing is going to do let to me, you I, I, in gonna, the long run and i know i know exactly what you're trying to say and let me counter with this and, and i'm gonna tell this i this came directly from the conan o'brien podcast oh boy okay one thing that and i agree with this 100 what he said i don't understand and people we're this is 2021 okay literally within the last week two guys shot up to to the moon or like halfway up to the moon okay mm-hmm. we have technology you are perfectly fine you hate science science doesn't make sense okay i, I don't know what they're doing to us but you take a, a little tiny uh, uh pc computer and put it in your pocket and put it up to your face and sit on that thing all day this is science guys that's mm-hmm. how science works they figured this out they figured it out so you're gonna tell me that you trust that science you don't know what that's doing to your brain that for, all we, know, right. for all we know that's it messes up your eyes right you know what I mean? Like you, that, you that, trust that's, science that's, every that's day. Choice. That's a choice. Just like everyone the has, everyone has a cell phone. Ninety-nine. You, you understand what yeah. I'm saying? Oh wait. You trust so this, this that you don't, you can't understand the concept there, of what this science is. If you look at it, it, it is. doesn't make any angle. sense. You're, you're eating food that is governed yes. by the government. That's yes. saying this is what what's legally. And, yeah, but this is what's legally allowable. Uh, right. A uh, certain amount of like rat crap is okay right, in a hot dog. Right. right, you know what I mean. Like, yeah, yeah, read the jungle. How about you read the jungle? All right, well, uh, we're gonna continue with story number two. Uh, on a side note, New York Jets assistant coach Greg Knapp yeah. uh, died uh, five days after being involved in a bicycle crash. A bicycle, not a motorcycle, a mm-hmm. bicycle crash. Uh, the Knapp family announced last week he was fifty-eight. Yeah. Uh, he was nicknamed the Napper. He was called back home to uh, to heaven where he was reunited with his dad, his family said in a statement. Uh, Knapp began his coaching career in 1997 as a low-level offensive assistant for the San Francisco 49ers. He forged a tight bond with Steve Young. Steve, yeah. oh, there you go, Steve Young, and remained uh, the two remained close. Knapp also coached for Atlanta Falcons in two different stints, Oakland Radios, uh, Raiders, not the radios. Radio. Uh, and two different sense as well. Seattle Seahawks, Houston, Texas, Boston, Boston, Denver Broncos. Whatever. Yeah. Uh, either either as a quarterback coach or offensive coordinator. He helped with the Broncos win the Super Bowl uh, as a quarterback coach with Peyton Manning. Yeah, he, w- he was part of the uh, coordinating uh, uh, coach with Super Bowl 50 when Peyton Manning went over to the Broncos and won that Super Bowl. He was also a part of their uh, record breaking uh, season where uh, Manning threw a bunch of touchdowns it's terrible um it's it's a really sad story he was you know on his bicycle and he got hit by a truck and and he never really came out of it so yeah. Yeah, condolences terrible. to the family um and, and condolences to the NFL because it sounds like he was very well loved mm-hmm. all right story number three and Eddie's gonna love this one <laughs> here we go the Guardians of the Galaxy I mean <laughs> Guardians yeah, of, hey, of MLB the- I am Cleveland <laughs> There's going to be a group mascot. Yeah, I mean, that'd be awesome. The Cleveland uh, Indians are no more as of next year. Mm -hmm. They'll be now known as the Cleveland Guardians. The name stems from the Guardians. uh, Was long considered as one of the favorites 
chosen for the new name as an homage to the guardians of traffic that took uh they look over hope memorial bridge just outside progressive field so there's big two big statues on a bridge right. and that's what they named the team after yeah there was a whole uh video that came out tom hanks who was apparently a big cleveland indians fan oh, i did not know that i uh, have no idea he was i mean whatever you're 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 a fan of where you're a fan he's of. dugan it's, it's whatever so but <laughs> <laughs> there's no grain in baseball <laughs> so uh but look uh it's jimmy hey, dugan congrats don't get the clap congrats to the avoid <laughs> avoid the clap yeah. sign jimmy dugan yep congrats to the cleveland no longer Indians for getting rid of the name. Chief yeah. Wahoo was, was retired a couple of years ago. Mm-hmm. Rightfully so. Um, you know, Washington football team is still sitting out there without a name. And But, but again, this is the right thing to do. Yes. You, you don't have to like the name. Agreed. Yeah. But it had to be done. I was going to say this name looks just a little less offensive than the Cleveland Indians. Yeah. The Guardians. Just by looking at social media, people are just up in arms about this name. Like I, I'm not up in arms about the name. I, I just I thought that the logo could have had more effort. I mean, I, I don't have a problem with what they did. I mean, th- this is, And we were just talking about this a little bit earlier. I mean... Yeah. You know, you're talking about it looks like a minor league logo. Well, everything. It, it's just, uh, no, it looks, it looks lesser like, than a minor league it logo. It looks like a, a logo that you, how, where do you think these logos are coming from? My, my point when I was, was telling you uh, before mm-hmm. the show was that you're comparing these with logos that have been around and implanted in your brain for 50 years. For, uh, and they've been around for 100 years. Even if there's a, uh, the sports logo page you go on, uh, on uh, it's Chris Creamer Sports Logos, which is awesome because I would go there all the time to see the history of logos. Mm-hmm. What did you and, say about Krispy Kremes? Yeah, oh, I know you're hungry, bro. <laughs> yeah. I know you're hungry. That's like it sounded like you said Krispy Kreme. I know you got excited, but um, but yeah, I mean, like we're comparing this to like more some of the most, especially in Chicago, some of the most classic and iconic uh, logos of all time. So I mean, I, yeah. I don't have any problem with it, man. I really don't. Mike, Cleveland can't compete with Chicago. When it, it comes, to it doesn't matter. It's Ohio. Lake. It's Ohio. The mistake by yeah. the lake. See Who cares? The, see the way that you feel about Ohio is how I feel about Wisconsin. So. I mean, I'm, I'm glad for Deion. And we, could, and we could throw Iowa in there, too. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, like I, like I said. <laughs> I mean, one of the greatest things that uh, Cleveland sports has ever had, besides, you know, the championship with Brown and Kyrie. Of course. Uh, it's, 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 <laughs> it's Major League, the movie. The movie yeah. Major yes, League. Yes, yes. Yeah. That is, yeah. Besides that, what else is, is but I But I saw people immediately like, oh, better go get all your Chief, Chief Wahoo gear. I, maybe don't. Just let How that, about you don't? Let it go away. What, let it, what let if, it just go away. What if I wear a Caucasian hat? How about that? that? Would you like that? That was great. I want to say, who, who was that from Bonnie ESPN? Bonnie Jones. Oh, Bonnie Jones. With the yeah. Caucasians. With yeah, little Richie Rich mask. I, hey. And people got upset about that. I almost bought one. I almost oh, I, I kind of do too, to be honest. You know yeah. what I mean? Just, Why not? Just as a jab. But th- but that's what I'm saying. Like you're. Upset. It's not cool to do that you're to people. Just, you're upset about like a logo that like it is racist. It's very it's racist. racist. And it's so like factually inaccurate because the only reason that the name Indians came about when talking about a Native American like culture. Christopher Columbus is, is an Columbus idiot. Didn't know where the hell he was. No, he's an idiot. You're not from India. They're not from India. It, what, it, what the it's hell? just unnecessary, and I'm glad that. Things are changing slowly. The about, guard, the guard is changing. About damn time. That's the guardians right. have changed. See, you got <laughs> it. <laughs> All right, all right, y'all. Let's take a quick break, and we'll be right back after a word from our sponsors. Welcome back to the TCSF podcast with E Rock and Big Z and Mike Logic. Hey. this is the loop our chicago sports roundup where we keep you in 
the loop. This is Chicago. Doors open on the left at Chicago. Welcome to Chicago. Welcome, welcome to Chicago. Welcome to Chicago. This is Chicago. Doors open on the left at Chicago. Yo, E, what's going on with the Bears? The beloved. You ready now? I'm ready now. <laughs> what's going on with the Bears? <laughs> the beloved Chicago Bears trade away former second-round pick Anthony Miller. Oh, no. Miller time is over. No more broken shoulders and missed catches and, uh, yeah. Um, it's it's an interesting move. I feel like we kind of knew it was happening. I oh, yeah. have, I haven't got details on what they're getting back yet, um, but it's, it's a, a low sw- level it's a, pick. It's a swap of a pick of a low level pick. That's yeah, all it so is. So right now we're looking at Allen Robinson as your starter. Um, you Mooney. still have uh, Mooney. You have uh, Marquise uh, Goodwin. Goodwin yeah. There's a couple of guys. Wims is still there. Yeah. So um, I, there's a couple of guys that they drafted. So it's going to be an interesting time to see what they're going to do with that wide receiver position because now you have to find a friend for Justin Fields, okay? you got to be able to have someone that's going to be his number one go-to, whether it's Cole Komet as a security blanket, yeah, like- Allen Robinson, and I think we really have to see what's going to happen in this training camp because that's coming up soon. Um, but I think the end of the month is when they all have to be there. Um, the, the first... Uh, the first wave has started to report. It's like next week already. Wow. Yeah, right. So, I mean, we really need to see what's going to happen in this. Uh... <laughs> yeah, hopefully Justin and Cole are connected at the hip right now. And they're yeah. Just, they're becoming like stepbrothers. <laughs> stepbrothers. <laughs> There's so much room for activities. Yeah. Playing, with brothers. Other, playing with each other's drum sets, you know. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> no, but but look, there, there is um, yeah. Riley Ridley's on this team. Uh, they got that that. Uh, Can we kid. see Riley Ridley this year? No, Jesus, nope, nope. Because you know why? Because he's ter- he's nothing like his brother. His brother is way, 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 way better than him. So look, uh, it's going to be interesting. Like I said, figuring out who is going to be his number one, who is going to be the guy that he clicks with. Because even if Allen Robinson stays, you know, with the Bears after next year, then uh, what's going to happen? You know what I mean? Like. Is he going to be the guy that, that he links up with that helps Justin Fields along? Because the Bears got to make sure that that is their guy. Yeah, the Bears actually do need more more than one receiver to count on. Uh, we've seen what happens when you only have one receiver. You need you you need more than one, but you have to have a number one. You no, know I'm saying, what I'm but saying? Not, we get to have more than one guy to count on. That's what we've always had is just one guy to count on. Right. And look, hey, they go back, uh, like I was, I was saying earlier, July 20 through the 30th is going to be their, their training camp. Um, there's going to be a few fans that are going to allow in there. There's going to be about 14 open practices starting from July 29th to August 25th. So the fans are going to get a good eye firsthand, a mm-hmm. good look at what Justin Fields really looks like. And then we can really decide if it should be Justin Fields or Andy Dalton starting. Well, it sucks it, it's ended like this for Anthony Miller because he showed great promise and he just kind of just didn't live up to his potential. A high, a high second-round draft pick. Yeah, I mean, well, you, you talk about promise, and I promise you that we're going to forget him about him real yeah. quick. Yeah. Who? Exactly, exactly. So, hey, don't forget, we also got Daz Newsom. Yeah. Yes. Daz Newsom. Diggity Daz. He, he broke his collarbone, but he should be coming back soon. So Heal up, young man. Yeah, absolutely. Yo, E, what's up with that hockey? Uh, but, hey, as they say in hockey, let's do that hockey. <laughs> Thank you.
Oh, yeah, baby. It's time to do that hockey. Seth Jones was traded to the Chicago Blackhawks by the Columbus Blue Jackets last week for Adam Bovquist and three draft picks. The Blue Jackets received a first-round pick, number 12, and a second-round pick, uh, number 44, in the 2021 NHL draft, and a first-round pick in the 2022 or 2020. Three NHL draft for the defenseman. Jones immediately signed uh, to an eight-year, $76 million contract extension. Uh, Seth Jones requested a trade to the Blackhawks after his younger brother, Caleb, was traded a few days earlier. So we kind of knew about this. Yeah, we, we, we had called talked it. about it last week. Good for them. Like Brotherly love. They wanted to be on the same team together. Um, I want to say uh, the Blackhawks also drafted a player whose brother Kirby Doc's little brother no the, way yeah Kirby Doc's little brother was drafted on the Blackhawks again because they just they just had the uh, um the draft the, the, the NHL draft so mm-hmm. hey brotherly love all over the Blackhawks and uh good for them sounds like uh, kind of what the Bucks are doing over there do that hockey <laughs> <laughs> so this is this is something that I did want to mention uh, okay. last week uh Something we had actually touched on when we were talking about professional players before. Uh, Nashville Predators prospect Luke Prokop came out uh, a couple weeks ago. He is the first active player under contract uh, in NHL to come out as gay. Uh, He came out and said, it's been quite the journey to get to this point in my life, but I could not be happier with my decision to come out. Uh, He's only 19 years old. He's only 19. He's a young kid. Wow. Um, he said, from a young age, I've dreamed of being an NHL, play- NHL player, and I believe that living my authentic life will allow me to bring my whole self to the rink and improve my chances of fulfilling his dreams. The um, of my dream, the the Preds have come out fully in support. Of course, of this great. kid, great. absolutely. You shouldn't have to live your life in the shadows. You shouldn't have to live your life on the shadows. Very well put. One of the things we talked about is that this matters until it doesn't yep. matter yep. anymore. If you want to know hey, why put that I on keep shirt. bringing this up. Put that on a shirt. E. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we can, we can do that. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. that is my point every time. Like, I, I've heard people when the uh, the NFL player from uh, from Vegas came mm-hmm. out and said, why does that? Because. Because until it doesn't matter, it matters. All right? right. Because it hasn't been normalized. No. No, right. and and that's the thing. So, congrats to this young kid. He's a prospect. He's a young guy, nineteen years old. He's going to be able to start his NHL NHL career, living his true life and living his. his He'll just be able to play, real right? That that weight off his shoulders. Yeah. He's like, yeah. I just got to play hockey. I don't got to worry yeah. about anything else. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. All right, man. What's going on with the other side of the building and the Chicago Bulls? Oh boy, oh boy. My, thank God we have Mike Logic here to set us straight because Zach <laughs> Levine was finally cleared under the COVID health protocols and headed to Tokyo to join the U.S. Olympic team. Unfortunately, they lost to France in their first game. <laughs> it was the first U.N.'s men's loss in Olympic play since they started using NBA players in 1992 Summer Olympics in Barcelona, I think they, I think they did win. I think they did lose in 04 yeah. when, when this, I think uh, Argentina beat uh, U.S. team. I oh, think the Ginobili yeah. team. Yes, there you go. 2004 was like a 25 game streak. Yeah, because Pop, oh, okay. Pop was the coach then, and you saw him like hugging on Ginobili, like, man, get away from me. <laughs> <laughs> well, this, this this comes to like I mean, we were talking uh, off air. You have a bunch of AAU products. That have joined the NBA, and when they lose, they join the winning team. And now you have a bunch of players that are ball hungry. They 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 dominate the ball, yeah. so they don't know how to play a different role. Right. 
I mean, the, the thing is, is that we one of the main things to realize is that this is a team full of really good players. Uh, well, th- this is a roster full of re- really good players, but yes. it's not a team. It's no, not it's a not team. a team yet, no. And and a lot of these guys, I think, I want to say Devin Booker was just got there like 1 a.m. the day of the game. You know what I mean? Like, so uh, you got uh, uh, the, the other thing that we were, t- we were talking about was that, like, what, what is the reason why Team USA is struggling against the international play? Well, I think a lot of it has to do with just just pieces and cohesion and chemistry. Mm-hmm. A lot of those guys play year-round, I think. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, that's a real team. Like, this is just pieces for a team. Yeah. And just to give you guys context, France beat USA today 83-76. to 76, or I should say Sunday morning, 83-76. to 76. And look at the box score. Like, the box score is kind of bewildering, if you will. <laughs> Good word, <laughs> Kevin Durant. He went Kevin one, Wayne Durant. He went Kevin one Wayne for Durant. six from the three, and he scored ten points. Ten points against Team yeah. France. And you're the alpha dog of the team. You're supposed to be the best player in the world, right? Yeah. You, uh, no, come on. It's, He's it's supposed him or, to be it's him or Giannis. He's supposed to be. It, it's one. Remember two. that. I, I I I never understood when someone said that Kevin Durant was the best player. Like I I never. When was he ever better than LeBron? I don't remember that. Did I miss that? I mean, you can make an argument. I mean, my argument is because that he's never his, been better than LeBron. His scoring, and I don't even like his scoring like ability. That. He's picked up his defense. He in the is past the most years. talented NBA he's player. He's one of the most talented NBA players now, I've ever does seen. He, does he do it? Does he? No, not on the night league. Like, no. he, can be, he can be as talented as you want, but he was never at any point better than LeBron. I'm sorry. There was never a time point in time where he was better than LeBron. Well, that one championship. It, he was surrounded by other players, and, and, and I wasn't mad at him when he went to Golden State. I was no. like, hey. Go, hey, if you want to win and you know how to win, go win. That's what it is. You know what I mean? Especially that's what, that's, that goes to my point. They're all AAU players like, oh, but my team didn't win. I'm going to go play on your team now. They're a roster, but not a team. And, that, and that's the thing. The other thing, too, is that, you know, we look at a, a, across the, the Olympics, across the world, a lot of these. But we, we, who are the best two players in the NBA right now? Not U.S. Yeah. born. Right. They're not U.S. players. Nope. It's, it's Luka and Giannis. Those are the best two? I, I mean, I think these are going to be the guys that are going to be the best players in, in from now until 10 years from now. These are the best players in the NBA. These, these are guys. These are going to be the guys that, like, blow everyone out of the water. That's my opinion. Durant. No. No, no. Durant I said, is either one or two right now. Absolutely not. No. Oh, no, no. You don't. No. You, you think Durant. Hold on. First of all, how old is Durant? 31 or 32. Okay, 31 or 32. In 10 years, he'll be 41 or 42. He has maybe two or three good years, if that, where, yeah, where you're like, oh, he's a, he's a top five player. But Giannis He's also and been injured, Luka, too, so that might, that might come into play. Giannis yeah. and Luca are by far going to be the yeah, stars there, of there, the there's league. A, there's a different era coming. We're in the yes. Giannis, Giannis era right now, I think. Yeah, 100%. I think and Luka's the Giannis era right has arrived. And, 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 and Giannis, hey. He paid his dues. He went from that skinny kid that someone so well, well, someone said that oh if you're if you're lucky if you play hard you can be Nick Batoon. He was like if I'm Whoa. gonna be Nick Batoon I'm gonna get out of the league. I'm coming back. To his coach yeah. said that to him. If you play hard and you and you you know eat your vegetables you might be this guy. And he's like screw that guy. If I'm that guy I'll jump off a bridge. That's how he <laughs> felt about that. And that shows you work ethic and that shows you want to and that shows you Drive. why you have a guy who just won. The first championship for the Bucks in the last fifty years. Well, Nick Batum helped France beat the USA. Nobody team cares <laughs> about Nick Batum. Stop talking about. He's had. I, he's had a decent. I, I already. Re- I already regret saying his name because I'm like oh, I gotta boy. go get some. Made smoke. a lot of money. He's he's played a bunch. But who of seasons. cares? Like you know what I mean? Like he's he, had a career. He's had a career. Fine, fine. I would. I, w- I would take Nick Batum's career. So would we? Because we're yeah. amateurs. Yeah. That. 
that's that's I, silly as hell to say. Like, I would take Eric, Eric Sogar's career in the, in the MLB because I got to the show. You know what I mean? I'm like, just saying, like, put some respect on Nick Batum's put name. Put some respect on Nick Batum compared to Giannis. That's my point. Is that Giannis Agreed. says that if I'm gonna, if that's the highest I can play, I might as well go, you know, dig ditches or shovel coal or something because that's <laughs> terrible. Like, that's the highest you think I can get. That's bad. That's bad. And you see what he did. My point is, Nick Batum's not a scrub. That's all. That's no, the, no you're in the NBA. You're better than 99% of the people out here. I just want people to understand that. Nick Batum is by no means a scrub. Oh, I love neither, what, neither is Jared Dudley, but that's... No, that's I remember when people here. were challenging uh, Scalabrini, and then he went out uh, in, the, in the court and just schooled a bunch of players. Let me explain something to you. Just because you qualify for an NBA roster doesn't mean you're not a scrub. You're still, you're, you know what I mean? Like you're the one percent of the one percent, right? You're like you're you at the, at most he's been a mid level player. Good for him. But I mean, like talking about put respect. Nobody put nobody cares about that guy. I don't care about that guy. Rudy Gobert, sure. Give me Rudy Gobert and, and just tell don't me. let him touch your mic. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Stay Mike, away. look at that mic. Hey, See, hey, don't touch hey, our mic. Hey, more hey, hey. play. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, I, I think the main point here is that one of the reasons that USA basketball is going to struggle is because of the fact that right now your two up and coming best players who are going to be the stars of the league, the future of the league, are not American born players, and that happened. Well, because the, league, the league has caught up because of the '92 Olympics that that dream team exactly spawned right. yep. the world to basketball. Yep, and guess what? Now you have a diverse NBA. Mm-hmm. Uh, you, like, what does Popovich do? He, he he literally drafts across seas all the time. Yeah, 100%. yeah he wants Larry Marketing. Yeah, Popovich wants Larry Marketing. Because, See ya. Because who is going to... He'll make him a better player. That's what and I'm we'll saying. We'll take DeJounte Murray in a signing there, trade. If there is one player that's going to... Ma- or one coach that's going to make Larry Marketing much better, it's if that's be the place where he fits, yeah. it's going to be the Spurs. Yeah. Because Pop is very good yeah, with we'll international players and, ta- and big men. Mm-hmm. He's just... That's what he does. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, hey, look, um, I hope for Zach's sake that they can do good in these uh, in these Olympics. Well, the good news for them is their pool's not that tough. No. They, we got, a, they, got, Iran, Iran. they got Iran coming up, and then uh, I think they got Czech. Czech. And Kevin Durant's not going to score 10 points again. He's going to do better than that. D- Damian Lillard had 11. Zach Levine at 8. Those are all guys who average over 25 points per game. Mm-hmm. Dane was a big reason why they lost that game because he slipped at the very we, end. We just saw that replay. Yeah, because they played it early. You know what You know what really kind of pissed me off, though, is because I went to go watch the game, and it was like, oh, you can only watch it if you have Peacock Premium. And I was like, what the hell? But because I have Comcast, I clicked on it, and it streamed. It, it wasn't on a regular channel. It had no. to, I had to stream it yes. this morning when it was mm-hmm. live. And and they, the reason one of the reasons they do that is because they want to show it Later on, recorded. Yeah, so you can watch that. So, yeah, so you can essentially watch the game, and when they know there's going to be more eyes on the TV because they're mm-hmm. in Tokyo, they're like, you know, they're all backwards. They're on the other side. They're right. forward. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're a day ahead of us. Yeah, yeah. They're so, forward, not backwards. Look, um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, hey, what? If we're forward, they're backwards, and vice versa. Good for you, Japan. Congratulations. <laughs> well, let's just hope the USA team straightens out the little kinks that they need to. Well, playing, playing defense would be one of them. That would help. So, I don't know, being a team. And, and again, like, this is jet lag. This is, I flew halfway across the world. Ooh. I did want to point out something. Zach Levine and Kevin Durant are getting very chummy. So maybe, you know, sooner than later, Kevin Durant decides he wants to play in Chicago. What you, he'll be 38 at that point. Yeah. He's 30, 31, 32 right now. He's got. How long is his contract? Yeah. I don't know. It's I don't like know. four years, five years. That injury doesn't count, does it? And I'm sure, but I'm sure there's an opt out. I'm sure there's a, a player option. I, I I don't want an old 
beaten man. Yeah, it's like it's like when they got D Wade. Mm-hmm. Dude, if, you put, old... if you put Kevin Durant on this team that now, there right now, now, yes, they are a title contender. Now, oh, absolutely. Now they were currently. I mean, they still need a couple three point shooters off the bench, which they don't have. The Bulls. Let me tell you something. The Bulls have. This is going to be a very interesting uh, uh, next. I don't know how a couple of months because yeah. the Bulls really don't have the assets to go after anyone in a trade. They have to move a bunch of pieces. I just don't think you guys value Kevin Durant the same the same way I do. You don't see him this. He here's he's here's the easily thing. one of the top three players. That's not even. But he can't stay on the but, floor. That's but, the biggest thing. Okay, I, but, I agree. But top, injury top three ridden. player. Here's the thing: is that we're at the point where there's so many good players in the NBA that your numbers are arbitrary. You're basically like I, because you like Kevin Durant right now. Who, who's better than Kevin Durant? Who's better than Kevin Durant in the league? The only one you can argue is Giannis. That's the only LeBron's one not better than Kevin Durant. LeBron, the biggest LeBron yeah. lover I've ever met. You're going to tell me that right now LeBron is not better than I Kevin would say Durant? Kevin Durant right now. You're insane. LeBron. You're insane. You're insane. Who's a better shooter? He doesn't. Kevin Durant. Who's a better passer? LeBron. Who's a better defender? Kevin Durant. Dude. I think it's time. Hey, I think it's time. Father Time has caught go. up with LeBron. It was on. It was on display. I know LeBron averaged like twenty five points per game. How old is LeBron? Thirty six. He's gonna be thirty seven. Yeah, you know that all too well. <laughs> all right, ladies and gentlemen, we'll be right back with three up and three down after a word from our sponsors. <laughs> this is Chicago. Doors open on the left at Chicago. We all know that 2020 was no joke, and with an ever-changing world climate, many people are looking for a new opportunity. Guys, are you looking for a career that rewards effort and makes you feel valued as a team member? Let me tell you a little about our friends at ACSI. ACSI is a certified RCN business agent. They provide the same RCN services with a personalized touch. Their sales and technician teams work hand-in-hand, ensuring your experience will be smooth and pleasant. Gone are the days of being transferred from one person to the next. At ACSI, they handle everything from start to finish. It's never been so easy to get internet service. ACSI is a growing Chicagoland company that encourages personal growth and rewards perseverance. As they expand, they're looking for passionate, responsible, and honest professionals to join their team. A career with ACSI means you'll be part of a hardworking, flexible, and dynamic team that is a leader in the installation of cable and internet services in the Chicagoland area. Best of all, ACSI was awarded HACIA's 2020 Contractor of the Year Award. Are you ready to grow with a local Chicago company on the rise? Check out acsi.tech and click on careers to get started. That's acsi.tech and click on careers. Hey, true Chicago sports fans, show off your Chicago pride with some fresh clothes from Grit Clothing Company. At Grit Clothing, they create that simple yet classic style that represents that Chicago Southside lifestyle. From t-shirts to hoodies, hats to glassware, they've got you covered. Grit has everything you need to represent your Chicago pride. So do it right now. Check out gritclothingco.com and use the promo code TRUEFAN15. TRUEFAN15. For 15, 15, 15, 15, 15, 15% off your entire order. Let me say it again. That's gritclothingco.com and use the promo code TRUEFAN15 for 15% off of your entire order.
Welcome back to the True Chicago Sports Fan Podcast with E-Rock and Big Z. Yeah. Time to touch bases with our baseball teams. This is 3 Up and 3 Down. I think I'll perplex him with my slow ball. One, two, three strikes, you're out. Yo, E, what's going on with the Cubbies? Cubs, 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 uh, a little bit of moves here. Interesting. Um, it, it feels like one move is related to the other. Oh, boy. Cubs designated second baseman Eric Sogard for assignment on the 23rd. And then on the 25th, they brought up David Bodie. He's oh. finally back in the mix. Uh, came out on Sunday and hit a home run. So it looks like he's kind of playing the way... When we talked about free free agents for the White Sox, there is a couple of guys that are coming back for the Chicago Cubs. Bodie being one of them. Um, so Sogar got bote. Yeah, <laughs> he got kicked out. The other player that they brought back was uh, third baseman Matt Duffy. Mm-hmm. Patrick Wisdom has been playing that role. Matt Duffy was actually pretty good for the Cubs in the beginning of the season before he got hurt. Right. So uh, yeah, I mean, you're getting back a couple of guys that are your, your utility role players, mm-hmm. guys that we've had to fill roles for because they haven't had anyone. Sergio Alcantara playing a lot of second base, Patrick Wisdom playing a lot of third base, along with the you know the regular cast of uh, characters over there. So uh, Chris Bryant, some, yeah. somehow, miraculously... Uh, he, it's okay now. He's okay. <laughs> oh, boy. Yeah, he returned to the lineup uh, on Sunday after his fake hamstring injury. Uh, look, we're still waiting for that... The, the other shoe to drop for these trades. We don't know where yeah. he's going to go, when he's going to go. Is it going to be to the Mets like we've been talking about before? We know that that's going to be the biggest trade chip for the Chicago Cubs aside from Kimbrough. From Kimbrough. So Kimbrough, like I said before, he can slide in anywhere. Right now, I think he'd be a good fit on somewhere like Boston. Boston Red Sox because mm-hmm. now they're really battling it out with the Rays. The Rays just made a trade for Nelson Cruz. So yeah. They're right now tied for first as of today. So it's going to be really interesting to see what happens specifically with KB and Kimbrel and see what they can uh, get back for him. One question that uh, I'd like to pose to you. Oh, boy. Now we talk about the core four, uh, Rizzo, Javi, Contreras, and Bryant, mm-hmm. right? Will Contreras still be with the Cubs after the trade deadline? I think so. I think that's especially because uh, he has arbitration still. Yeah. Um, so you can still negotiate his contract and uh, pay him for his performance. Um, he'd still be a good chip to to, to uh, move if you're going to do a complete teardown. But that's not what the Cubs are doing. They're no. gonna they're gonna reboot. They're not yes. gonna do a whole yes. teardown. They're not tearing it down to the studs. They're gonna say, okay, these two main players are gonna move, but we're gonna continue with the rest of these guys and add in free agency for cheaper. That's what they're going to do. Contreras will be here. And, and and I agree with that because the thing is, is that when we look at those those players that I mentioned, Rizzo mm-hmm. is not going to go anywhere. They might they might trade him in, 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 and and bring him back in something where they're like, hey, you know what? We're going to we're just trying to boost. We'll, up. Give, you, we'll give you a chance to win somewhere and then come well, back. And just with the understanding, hey, you know, we love you. You're mm-hmm. our guy. You're yeah. always going to be our guy. No matter right. where you go for the, your, the rest of your career, you will be a Chicago Cup. Mm-hmm. OK, but if we can trade you. To a contender, get something back. You can join us again, like the Yankees did with Chapman, like right. we talked about right after with right. other players, um, and that's someone that could potentially go. But Contreras is not coming back to the Cubs if he leaves. You know what I mean? And and to me, if you look at those four players, we we kind of know what KB is at this point. He's often injured. He he is very streaky at this point. 
He's a very good defensive player. He's extremely versatile. We've, mm-hmm. we've seen him play mm-hmm. all over the place. Yep. Once the Cubs traded Jack Peterson, he went to the outfield. So we know that Duffy and um, Patrick Wisdom can handle third base. You know, so there's a lot of things in movement here. But I think of all four of those core four, Contreras is the most consistent. He also is the player that if you're going to go into free agency and try to lure away some of these great pitchers that might be available to you, you want to be like, hey, look at my really good catcher who can call a game, who has called no hitters, who can be there for you. You can form a rapport. And I've always talked about Contreras like our version of Yadier Molina. I feel like he's the guy with the fire, with the grit that can no matter what he's out there every day he, fired up yeah. he got he got kicked out of the game the other day because he you know what i mean like he is the spark plug that will light the fire under these pitchers asses and if you think you're not gonna get a lot for him look look how much james mccann got paid for being a backup catcher and look at him, he's doing well in new york now yep and the, i bet the Sox wish they had him yeah we're kind of short on catchers yeah. all right man talk about the Sox. what is going on with the south side white Sox. white Sox. go go white Sox. The Chicago White Sox, big news that broke today as of the recording, oh boy. which will probably be a little bit older when you hear it, but <laughs> Eloy, oh boy. Spider-Man is back, baby. Spider-Man. Spider-Man. TLR stated on Sunday that Eloy would be back on Monday for the series versus KC. We need him back. Absolutely. I mean, you know, you guys didn't have that great of a series against the Milwaukee Brewers. No, you're not scoring any runs. You're not hitting, man. And the Brewers right now are... I mean, the officiating, the, the umpiring was horrible for the last two games. The the umps have but been you, bad all year All year. Long. And all year. guess what? You know how you avoid that? Play take, well. Take them out of the equation. Right. Score runs. Don't give them the option to get you out. I tell my girls when we're coaching softball all the time. Yep. At the very least, when you're you're down or you got two strikes, swing the bat. At least go down with a fight. Mm-hmm. Don't give them the opportunity to just don't get give them a freebie. Out. Yeah, don't get yourself out. You yes, know, like you know, or don't let them get you out. Get yourself out. Right. So the point is, is that look, good, good for uh, Eloy to finally come back. They could really use him. I wonder how long it's really going to take him to get into shape where he can play every day. Um, he's not. He's 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 going to be DHing again. He's going to be. A, he's I'll, not. How long? Because that's a lot of torque on a big body, and he's not going about. He's not going to be uh, playing any outfield anytime soon. He'll be playing once a week. Yeah, you play there once a week. But yeah, look, I, I'm glad to see him back. You know, everyone. L- let me tell you right now, you mm-hmm. guys know I'm a Cubs fan, but I like the fact that we're seeing a young team in Chicago that's starting to finally kind of get those building blocks and those pieces together where they can make a true championship run. Is it going to be this year? I don't know if it's going to be this year. I I think they have the potential. You have the potential. I think you're just a little bit, a couple of pieces away of really kind of making a big... Putting us over the hump, right. Where you're going to be a a World Series and a playoff contender for years to come. Yeah, the the thing with that, what your point is there, that there's a lot of prospects. We've homegrown a lot of these guys, the Galvin Sheets, the Burgers. But guess, but the problem is right now they're they're in the majors. They're playing right now, right, because of your injuries, right. And yeah, they brought up a little earlier. As of right now, your 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 minors are depleted because all your great young guys are have to are being forced to play. So the timeline has been moved up exactly. Now the thing is that a lot of Sox fans are going to be upset when. A lot of these fan favorites who have come up that you've seen them since baby, since since A ball, right. and they get traded. Oh, that's going to be a badger. We we got to keep to all these. Pro- you can't keep every prospect. And the thing is, is that when you have prospects that are in the minors that are 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 
other teams are looking at, that's a good problem. That's a good thing, right? That means you have good players. Right. Eventually, you the, the the tricky thing is to be consistent where you can keep your your major league club flush with talent, mm-hmm. young talent, and still be able to you know backfill your right. minors. Look That's at the look, trick of look it. what Atlanta did in the nineties. Yeah. Yeah. You know they had they look, just churned players. I, you, I will give you the perfect example, and and you should know this is the LA Dodgers. Mm-hmm. The LA Dodgers always find a way to backfill and to bring up these young guys and, yeah. and look at the guys that they have. A lot of the guys on the Dodgers are either homegrown guys or guys that were cast offs from other teams. Right. You know what I mean? Look at Justin Turner. Turner. Right. Nobody wanted Nobody Justin Nobody wanted him. And he came over, and he, he's an older guy now, mm-hmm. he's been, but he's been with the Dodgers for a few years. So that weird little troll doll has been doing his thing over there in La La Land. <laughs> Good for him, but but that's my point is that... But look what we did for Lynn. The right? heart, we right, traded a exactly. prospect, and it was yeah. like, oh, all, it was all mad. Oh, you can't trade him. Well, uh, yeah. we got a, a dependable pitcher, and yeah. we resigned him for cheaper. And yep. he's a great pitcher, right? He, the, and, ki- and the kid might be a great pitcher, but that's okay. We need and, to win now. That's, that's exactly right because you're you're in that window right now. And guess what? I will tell you, as a Cubs fan who watched my team win the World Series, make it to a playoffs, do really well, and, and, and anything lo- happen, and lose in the NLCS, and then come back the next year, and the, no, I'm saying, no, oh, okay, and, and go through the progression. Hey, you're one year shy in 2015. Mm-hmm. Went to the NLCS, lost that. Come back the next year, win the World Series, and then have sustained success. It, it's and go hard to the playoffs consistently. It's hard. That's what you want the White Sox to do. I mean, the White Sox are an anomaly right now because of so many injuries. Yeah, and they're nine games up. Um, and it's a weird year anyway, coming off that COVID year too. Right. So people are going to be fatigued and all that. So right, I right. mean, and I think, and we were very vocal that we did not want TLR as as a White Sox uh, manager. Yeah, we were very vocal about that, but the man. Has been doing his job. He's he's been doing his job enough. I think what what we're seeing, he's not costing us games anymore. That's correct. That's that's the the point there because mm-hmm. I, I think what you're doing is is when you have a guy that's been around baseball for a hundred so years, long you have a guy that knows a lot of good baseball people. Yeah. So no, with being in that position, you can put other people in position to delegate to mm-hmm. find the best coaches to help your young players. I don't think, and and again, I mean, I'm I'm speaking as an outsider, but I don't I don't think that he has to do that much. The actual coaching, he just has to be there to stir, to, to, to move the pieces around, to move the pieces and make sure that the ship stays you know Straight. in the water. And yeah, not, it's the water. yeah, it doesn't hit an iceberg. Just don't hit an iceberg. Yeah, 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 bro. Just stay awake at the wheel. Oh, <laughs> sorry, too soon. <laughs> All right. Speaking of young players, oh boy, the Yerminator Yermin Mercedes retired. After being pulled in the sixth inning of minor league game, and can, then can, can I can I can I just say this real quick? Yeah, go ahead. There needs to be a petition a petition put out to get this young man to change his last name because for the first month of the season he he was a Mercedes, but right now he's like a Dodge Neon, a Buick. He's a Buick. <laughs> no, Buicks are nicer than that. <laughs> they have a nice ride. <laughs> All right, so yeah, he uh, retired and then took to AG, IG and ranted, and, and uh, he's like, um, "I'm done," and so forth. Like we knew who he was, man. We knew he knew we knew he was a head case. He's had issues like this in six different teams. We were the sixth team, and people are surprised. Yes, he carried the White Sox in in April. Yes, he did a magnificent job. He got a burger. He had a T-shirt. <laughs> he had eight home runs. They're like, oh my god, the next Mike Trout. Like, relax, bro, relax. Hey, he did get a haircut. I guess maybe he was. Yeah, that was a yeah, that was a quick haircut. Yeah, that was a buzz cut. <laughs> 
All right, so he went social silent, and then the next day, unretired. He went social silent. People what? reaching out left and right. What? 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 What is this? I mean, this I don't know a, if it's a mental health issue. Bro, I don't know if it's yeah. a frustration because he got pulled in the six. Got sent down. Well, he's been sent down for well, three weeks now. Yeah, but I mean, you know, and they got still, pulled in the game. That's yeah, probably what it was—the last just, straw. Whatever, man. I mean, like, look, bro, you are a grown ass man. Yes, that's Put the thing. On your big boy pants, whether it's the White Sox pants or all the other teams that decided they didn't want you no more. <laughs> Put your pants on. You're a young man. Make your impact and and do what you got to do. Whether it's come coming in for a short stint and setting the world on fire, right, or going back and supporting your team and being called up when you're needed. Support your team or get out. It's just it's, it's too much drama for a winning baseball you team. You a grown ass man. Yeah. Figure it out. Yeah. All right. So our boys over at La Vida uh being Gillian and La Vida Baseball uh-huh. had something to say about it. listen up. Was big Mercedes fan. Huge. Look at my 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 coach, what I say about this kid. Three days since three days ago. I'm not a, I'm not his fan anymore. I don't. Yeah. I have my own rights. I'm not going to say course, what I know. You have your opinion here, but you know what? This kid's on respect, and he think he's the oh, he's crap all, of he, baseball. He's, no, wait a minute, because he had a couple good weeks. He think he's what he is. I love his passion. No, kid, you're wrong. You're lucky. You're hitting, and you're lucky. Well, that's you're, true. You're well, well, that's a bet that I have. I if, he was, if he was 8180, yeah, by the way, by the way, if you can hit. And the play, the manager not protect you is wrong. Yeah. But maybe he got a reason to not protect you. Why? Because I know a, a lot of things. <laughs> what happened to you and who you are and what you be By doing. By the way, so I think that somebody the, had to what stop saying, you. Though, what you, what you're, the message that you're sending is this is a guy that was late. Allegedly, it wasn't the first. No, no, time. A lot of times. I'm saying though. So maybe Tony was sending a message to to Mercedes. It wasn't the same as him getting hit or Nick Madrigal. We we don't hear. Anything negative? If that, if that happened to another player, I guarantee you, Tony would be going crazy. If that happened to <laughs> if, oh if, if, if Mokara or Abreu, make that mistake. I know they're not going to do it because they're professional. They're not going to ah, see you. There it is. There it is. Keyword professional. I guarantee you, Tony Russo will hit Paul Molitor, yeah. Herbeck, <laughs> all those guys. Yeah, those those Kirby Parker, yeah. rest in peace. He will hit everybody. <laughs> all right, so. He has a lot of points there, a lot of yeah. good and bad points. Yeah. All right. So yes. The, 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 oh. <laughs> another one. All right. Cool. He has a lot of good, good and bad points there. Um, you're a minor career minor league uh, player. You're 28, just coming out of the minor right. leagues. Right. So that that is one thing. You're you have no weight to what you say oh, yeah. or what you do. You don't have because you like to stand on. No, not at all. Not at all. Now you can't blame LaRusso like oh yes he killed his confidence but yeah. he also played a whole month after that after yep. the issue and he, and he was kind of like he was starting to fail before that whole thing happened yes. with Tony and he yes was he was already him. failing before that he came up and he hit a double the day before and then he hit the home run the whole 3-0 pitch thing and then you just saw the rapid decline because MLB figured him out yeah i, I want to know what mercedes did for his quinceañera because he's a drama queen bro I, and I'm sure he looked real pretty that day. I mean, I'm, I can guarantee you, you did. Because <laughs> goodness gracious, look, man. Uh, like I said, uh, grow up. That's it. That's just grow up, man. Yeah, you got a couple things between your legs. They're there, hanging. Use them, bro. Use them. <laughs> All right, let's uh, let's close out this White Sox segment with some positive news, brother. Ken, the Hawk Harrelson officially joins. The best of the best as the Ford Frick Award recipient. The White Sox fans enjoyed 33 years of Hawk-isms and stories. Did they? 
Let me get there. Let me get there. Let me finish my thought. In his later years, <laughs> I was tone deaf to a lot of the stories because, you know, no one wants to hear about the 50s and 60s. But in reflection, he called the games from my youth to my adulthood. He taught me a lot about history, a lot about baseball. And at times, he'd be as mad and even, probably even more when things weren't, weren't going right for the White Sox. All right. He so, def, he's definitely a homer. And a White he, Sox through and through. He, he's a homer. I mean, to me, I, when I think about Huck Harrelson, you mm-hmm. know, who I think about is Ron Santo. Yes, but but the synonymous diff- with the sport, but with the team. It's, yeah, that's what and, I mean. And the, the team, sport. yes, yes, to the sport, but with the team. The difference being was that Ron Santo was like straight up, like, yeah, I'm a homer, and Ron Santo was the analyst, not the. You know what I mean? Like, that's the that's the problem that I well, had he, with Huck. Paul. Wasn't the color guy? That's my point. Is that he was the play by the play by play? He was guy, a play by play guy, the straight man. And he he interjected a lot of his own opinion, which you can do, but it was just I, I feel like a lot of the things that he said were completely tone deaf, um, especially towards the end of his career. Yeah. And I, I, I think realistically, if he wasn't so off kilter towards the end, because, I mean, he kind of just rubbed people the wrong way at some point. Mm-hmm. And don't get me wrong. A lot of people do not like Jason Benetti for whatever reason. People don't like change. You, you, that, well, that's people like change. People, you know what yeah. I mean? They're like and and. If you have older fans that like watched Hawk from when they were young and now they're older, oh, too. it's a completely different Hawk. Well, it's not just that, but it's also like, oh, it's that self reflection. Like, crap, maybe I'm getting older. I'm going to get pushed out too. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, so yeah. that, that kind of sentiment is there. But at the same time, as a younger fan, and and granted, like you know, it, it's clear that I'm not a White Sox fan, but I've followed the White Sox for mm-hmm. years, and I was like, there. One of people the always reasons, say the commentary is kind of boring. I would turn it off. Like, yeah. As soon as he said something stupid, I was like, you know what? I don't want to listen to this. And I get that. I would have a lot of White Sox fans be like, you know what? I listen to the radio version because it's better. Yeah. yeah uh, and I mean, like, I, I feel, to, to be honest with with you, is like, to me, like, I feel like both sides, the radio too, like, the radio with Len has gotten a lot better be just because I feel like it's, it's Len, taking him a while, but yeah, he's yeah. getting a lot and, better. And, and granted, to be fair, it still sounds like two Kermit the Frogs fighting. Oh, hey, guys. That, you know, him, him and DJ, it's, it well, cracks it's, me up. It's been your boy, Connor. <laughs> yeah yeah but come, dj but, come back but you know what i'm saying yeah you know i mean so like i feel like compared to the cubs mm-hmm. as far as and it could just be a little brother thing whatever it is mm-hmm. but i feel like the announcers on the cubs have been like very clearly consistent over the years where they're like there's not really a there's not really a, well you had people, steve stone for such a long you had time steve stone but i mean even yeah, even brandon like, brandon is a good announcer until he messed up pat, recently pat hughes pat hughes is pat good hughes is amazing well, like, really good yeah you yeah. know what i mean like even like it, he ha- the the guys that pat hughes has partnered with over the years pat hughes and ron santo was just an amazing, yes like and and even ron santo in his in his later years where he's kind of like gra- you know gravelly voice and just kind sounds like he's kind of out there like that you know we give him a pass because nothing he said there was really like derogatory or mean or he mm-hmm. was just like it was just basically like your grandfather you know that absolutely loved the cubs and you love the cubs because he loved the cubs you know what i mean like that's that's where i think about and uh i feel like just in my viewpoint that cubs have had historically better announcers than the white Sox at least in the past 20 we've had years. we've had both harry carey Brickhouse. Listen to what I just said. In the last twenty to twenty-five years, yeah, the Cubs have by far had better announcers. Well, guess what? I got the lie detector test. Yeah. Well, the lie detector test determined that was a lie. Oh well, there's strikes two and three right there. Yeah. Yep. That's your opinion. Nah, it's just truth. It's no, a fact. It's, it's your a opinion. Fact. You have 
nationally regarded guys. Dude, they got Boogs Yambi. You can think whatever you want about him. He's an ESPN guy. He's yes. an ESPN guy. Right. He's, he's, he's a top of the top. Total, of the top. Right. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like That's like a Monday Night Football guy coming down and doing your local broadcast. Exactly right. I guess so, so. And that's what I'm saying is that you look at the past 20 to 25 years, the Cubs overall have just had better announcers. And to me, as a, as a Cubs fan, Hawk Harrelson turned me off of watching uh, White Sox games. Yeah, it was actually not good White Sox baseball to have him and Steve Stone because it's like literally two guys fighting over, you know, two dogs fighting over a bone. Like, how long is it going to take for this paint? It really, I really was to a point a lot of, I know a lot of my friends were like, there's going to be a point where Steve Stone's just going to snap. Yeah. Yeah. And there was times that Steve Stone just like, you know what? I'm just turning off my mic. You want to do this? Go ahead, do it yourself. Yep. Yeah. Hey, uh, if we do this show long enough, I might do that too one day. But more than likely, it's going to be the other way around. It's, it's. I, I just, I have that feeling that one day you're just going to mute my mic. <laughs> it's just like the comment we made last year with the remote control. Like, yeah, yeah, I'm going to win because my mic's uh, plugged in and yours isn't. <laughs> Anyways, congratulations and thank you, Hall Carlson. Uh, you are a Hall of Famer. Yeah, absolutely. I, for Sox fans, for for. Sox fans our age, and, and you're not wrong, to teach you the history of the game of yes. the White Sox, what it was when he, you know, when, when he was in his heyday. Right. It's, it's an amazing thing because the biggest problem with baseball is that y- it's not engaging to young people. Mm-hmm. At a time where we, we live in a 24-hour society where everything that happens, we That's forget be fast, about the next yeah. day, you know, to, to make sure that, hey, there's history there to be acknowledged, to be, um, you know, uh, taken seriously. You know, to absorb, to put absorb the history so you understand where it is now, how it got to where it is. You know what I mean, and and I think that's important. So for for a Sox fan like yourself, that Hawk Harrison brought that to you, I'm I'm glad that he was able to bring you bring that to you, yeah. and congratulations. All right, ladies and gentlemen, let's take a pause for the cause and hear a word from our sponsors. I think I'll perplex him with my slow ball. One, two, three strikes. You're out. We all know that 2020 was no joke. And with an ever-changing world climate, many people are looking for a new opportunity. Guys, are you looking for a career that rewards effort and makes you feel valued as a team member? Let me tell you a little about our friends at ACSI. ACSI is a certified RCN business agent. They provide the same RCN services with a personalized touch. Their sales and technician teams work hand-in-hand, ensuring your experience will be smooth and pleasant. Gone are the days of being transferred from one person to the next. At ACSI, they handle everything from start to finish. It's never been so easy to get internet service. ACSI is a growing Chicagoland company that encourages personal growth and rewards perseverance. As they expand, they're looking for passionate, responsible, and honest professionals to join their team. A career with ACSI means you'll be part of a hardworking, flexible, and dynamic team that is a leader in the installation of cable and internet services in the Chicagoland area. Best of all, ACSI was awarded HACIA's 2020 Contractor of the Year Award. Are you ready to grow with a local Chicago company on the rise? Check out acsi.tech and click on careers to get started. That's acsi.tech and click on careers. Welcome back to the TCSF podcast with E-Rock, Mike Logic, and Big Z. Oh, yeah. We're super excited to talk to today's guest from the lacrosse school in Rotten Apples Lacrosse. You can find him at... 
the Lacrosse School and at Rotten, Rotten Apples L A X on Twitter. And you can also check him out on YouTube, destroying his competition in his rap battles. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome in Justin Porter. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> What's good, What's up, man? Y'all? How you doing? Good, good, good. Uh, thanks for having me. I'm uh, excited, excited to talk and uh, chop up with you. Absolutely. So, look, man, you came on a Chicago sports show today, and they're telling me you're not even Chicago sports fan. What, what's going on, man? What, what is your squad? Nah, I'm Bills Mafia. Bills fan, diehard. Uh, Watch your tables. Uh, yeah, we'll 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 see you guys August twenty first in the first preseason game here at Soldier Field. So we'll we'll be there rocking in full fact those mafia. We'll, it, it, so we so you're going game. to that game. You're going to that game. Oh yeah, absolutely. <laughs> nice, I'm sure nice. Trubisky cannot wait. Yeah, Trubisky. Oh, I about <laughs> it's that. Uh, it's gonna be. Yeah, we got your yeah we got Yo, your boy. We got your boy. We're excited. We, we, we talked about this yes, before. This, we did. This He's your boy now. The Jets. <laughs> well, because you're gonna who you, who's gonna start who's gonna play in that game mostly is everybody. Be Trubisky. He's gonna play most of the game. And who's gonna play on our side? Justin Fields. So that's what I'm saying. Is you got two of Pace's quarterback picks going against each other, and uh, it's probably gonna be the most exciting preseason game we're gonna see in a long time. Hopefully. Hopefully one looks exponentially better than the other. <laughs> yes, on our side. Uh, yeah, I think we're going to uh, put uh, Mitch in some better situations offensively coordinating. He's uh, a little bit similar to uh, Josh Allen. He's very similar to Josh Allen, yeah. He's very, you know, I like to run, like to have that run pass option. Like to, So I think with a better coordinator or whatever, he, uh, and especially with Josh Allen, he gets, a little, he gets a little excited sometimes. Sometimes he gets hurt running the ball. You know, I think I think Mitch is going to be a big fit for us. So I know you didn't like him, but uh, no, I'm, I'm going to no, go with ten. I like ten. I like ten. That that's not true. I like Mitch Trubisky. I just didn't feel like he lived up to his potential or what they were billing him as, billing him as, especially as a franchise quarterback. I think I think with a uh, new life in Buffalo, with that new system and another chance, Mitch is going to thrive. Thrive and yeah. resurrect his career in, in some ways. I, I mean, I, I think you're really on point with that because I, I think the biggest frustration that we as Bears fans had with Mitchell Trubisky was the fact that, you know, he was the number two overall pick. They moved up to get him, mm-hmm. which, I mean. Not his fault. And not, uh, Number one, not his fault. But number two, like, whether you like the move or not by Ryan Pace, I still give him his props because he had the balls to go up and get his He's guy. a gambler. And that's what he did with Justin Fields. But. I, I, I do think that you're correct that Mitch was put in a bad position with a, you know, essentially a brand new GM, a brand new head coach and a brand new guy that really didn't have that much experience in the quarterback position. Mm-hmm. So now going to a better situation for him, I think he definitely has a, a possibility or chance to strive in the league now that he's in a better system. And this is going to be his tryout year to see if he's going to latch on with the Bills for a couple more years, possibly just as stick around as a backup because there's guys that do that in the league. Yeah, or Daniels. If or if he's auditioning to be a starter on another team because there are teams that need quarterbacks. And they got some guy named Josh Allen. Right. Yeah. Right. So you are, are, you tell, are you telling me that you're genuinely uh, feeling good about Mitch Trubisky on your team? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, what I mean, like I said, I think that his style plays more along the lines of a Josh Allen. I think, like, you know, we just talked about and piggybacking off of, you know, what he was saying was that, uh, you know, he's going to be with an offensive coordinator that knows his style of type quarterback. 
You know, he's not a pocket passer. He's not going to sit in there and pick you apart. Right. He's going to want to get on the. He's going to want to get on the edge. He's going to want to tuck it and run when he can. And the Bills, the Bills have an offense that's set up for that based on our starter now. So, and I think that we can throw him into the mix there. Maybe you know, short down situation, bring him in. You know, on a wildcat type look. Yeah. You know, be able to have him run. You know what I mean? Because if he gets hurt or something, you know, we still got our starter. So I'm sure, you know, we'll use him in different schemes and game plans to try to you know, throw people off and add a little different look for sure. He can do a lot. Definitely agree with, we all agree with that situation. 100% because I'm rooting for Mitch. I mean, you know, even though he look, he he just, he has that kind of dead look in his eye sometimes where he's just (laughs) Yeah, dear headlights. He's just like, oh, questions, I have to do this now? (laughs) He looks confused a lot. (laughs) 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 But but I'm rooting for the kid and I hope he does well in the NFL. All right, Justin, let's transition. Let's transition over to what you do best. So tell us about your lacrosse school. How'd you get started? Did you play lacrosse? How, how did you get introduced to this sport? Because this is not a normal sport for us. Yeah, for us. Well, for for yeah, for the Midwest out here, and you know, no, it's not a you know um, traditionally you know a big sport out here. Obviously, it just became a high school sport officially in 2018. It, it finally has been you know recognized by the state as in the in the you know, as an actual high school sport that is, you know, sanctioned by the IHSA rules and all of those things. So I started, I'm from upstate New York, uh, mm-hmm. right on, you know, right in the heart on Geneva on the lake. Uh, I grew up close to the reservation with all the okay. natives and that. Uh, and uh, uh, I grew up playing. I played my first game when I was, you know, in first grade. And, wow. You know, sort of, yeah, I started ball boying for the Hobart College where I ended up going to, um, you know, and graduating from. And, uh, I just grew up, you know, playing ball boying uh, at the high school, always going to camp and, and things like that. Then I ball boyed at college and all those things. So I was around good talent, always around, you know, legendary coaches and uh, okay. just kind of fell in love with it. You know, it was just a combination of every sport in one. Um, you know, got to use my athleticism, my speed, get out there, a lot of opportunities. So I was like, okay, let me stick to this. And then you can hit people. So I was like, okay, you know, uh, my mom was like, go out there and do that. When you sit, get hit and do all those things. And, uh, then, you know, it started picking up, obviously got bigger, faster, stronger skill set wise, started getting some opportunity. And then, uh, in high school, I had a good career in high school and then ended up, uh, earning a scholarship to go and play all boys school in Connecticut. Um, we just been at my alma mater then. I was very proud of all boys school of like 220 guys out in Connecticut. Um, they just they just won the national championship. They're the best team there in the country the last nice. two three years. So um, I got to play there for a year, and then I uh, earned a Division One scholarship to play lacrosse at Hobart College, where I ball boyed at growing up when I was born and raised. And oh, full that's, circle, full circle. That's, that's beautiful. That's so. So yeah. what, what's what's the highest level that you played? Uh. I won a world championship in 2009 with the Rochester Rattlers. So I played pro ball. I played international. Wow. Uh, I just re- recently became an ambassador for the Virgin Island uh, national team. Played in the, their first uh, competition ever. Um, uh, what was that? Three weeks ago down wow. in Orlando, Florida. So we opened up our inaugural kickoff for their uh, new program. They're going to look to try to qualify for the uh, Olympics uh, coming up. And, uh, because lacrosse is now going to be an Olympic sport, an official Olympic oh, sport. So, so that, this, yeah, this so is this is new, new. So, yes. so we gotta we gotta give you your congrats. Oh yeah, give him give him his flowers because 
this is a new sport going into the Olympics. And I was about to ask, is this an Olympic sport? Because yeah. this is a tough sport. Like, if people don't know, you're, it's like running with soccer. You know, it, it, there's as much running as there is in soccer. Mm-hmm. There's contact like in football. Mm-hmm. And there's a skill like in hockey. Yeah. And there's a stick. Yeah, I, I try to tell everybody, it's every every sport in one. you got, uh, you know, um, onside position-wise and playing in formations and triangles similar to soccer. Um, you can attack from behind the net like hockey, and obviously it's very similar to hockey as in, instead of being on the ice, you're up in the air. Um, and same thing with basketball with inbounding, playing five on five, six on six, kick, pop, okay. kick and roll, flash, all types of those things. Obviously, as the uh, physicality of football, where you can really you know throw that stick around, you can flash, you can check, you can do all those body checks and everything like that. Um, so, you know, I tell everybody yeah. every sport in one is an opportunity yeah, for anybody. I want to say in high school, uh, we had a, there was a lot of football players that did play lacrosse or like when they were done playing football. If they yeah, injury, it, whatever, it was usually like the whiteouts, uh, yeah, right, the DBs, exactly. they would they would play lacrosse, Tires, yeah. Things like yeah. that, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah so so t- tell us about your lacrosse school. Okay, so I have uh, lacrosse school is my own uh, elite travel company. Um, so we go from third grade all the way up to 12. Um, so I, I run elite travel programs. Kids uh, sign up, try out for me um, in August. This year's tryout or August 15th, if anyone's listening, got kids that are interested in playing uh, youth travel or lacrosse. Got tryouts August 15th at Evanston Township High School, where I also coach girls at. Um, but the lacrosse school, again, is a elite travel lacrosse program. Kids try out in August, make the team. Um, then they play for me um, year-round. So they play three times a week throughout the fall season, two times a week okay. throughout the winter season. Wow. Uh, they have the spring season off to play at their respective high school or middle schools or whatever like that. So okay. that's where I go. And then uh, I coach girls at uh, Evanston High School. And then they come back in the summer and they play for me. And then uh, throughout the year we play at seven um, recruiting events and showcasing tournaments that we wow. fly to across the country to play. Uh, elite competition, try to get these kids recruited and send off to school where they can, you know, earn some scholarship money and earn a better opportunity for the sport lacrosse to better their education. And so like th- this sounds like, you know, obviously a passion project of yours, something you've been doing since you were really young. Is there any other schools similar to yours throughout the country that you're competing with for these athletes? Oh, yeah, there's, there's um, probably... 10,000 um, <laughs> youth travel across teams in the country. Okay. You know, everybody. But, um, you know, there's bigger business. Yeah, it's like AAU. There's teams everywhere. Um, but I think mine is the uh, back to the grassroots where it really, really came from. Hence why I named it the lacrosse school and really get back down to, uh, you know, the discipline, the structure, um, right back down to the fundamental skill sets and building up the foundation right from the beginning how the game was originally played, uh, okay. you know, and how, how it started. So I, my, my question is, how many students have you had that, that progressed through your system being a young, you know, being introduced to the sport, and how many students have you had that stuck with it to, like, almost the high school and college level? Oh, they are. Most of them all do, um, you know, or find a way. I got kids playing right now that are at Syracuse, Notre Dame, uh, Richmond, uh, RIT, uh, Tanisius, you know, those are all, you know, some big time division one schools. I got kids playing big time division three ball around the country, division two. Um, so yeah, you know, most of our kids, we're probably percentage wise around 60, 60 to 70%, 
each class usually commits here. A lot of like okay. 22 kids, they, you say they got a class of, you know, eight, nine kids, you know, for the most part, six of them, you know, usually end up going to school to play either, you know, division one, two or three, or they end up playing club and club lacrosse now in college is, you know, pretty serious where, okay. you know, if you win the club division, you usually get a chance to usually try and then progress into the division three, division two or division one ranks based on how successful you are, you know, winning at the club level. So, And it's amazing. I mean, it sounds like you really uh, found the direction that you wanted to go. You found your niche and what sport that you really love. And, you know, I I, I give you a lot of props for being the advocate of the sport that you love. And then not only that, but then teaching the next generation. And that's the only way that you can really grow a sport that's not that well known Mm -hmm. is to sit there and boost it up and make sure the next generation is excited and interested in what you're doing. So big props. Right, right, right. I appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you. And, uh, you know, I've done this, you know, overseas for a year in Manchester, England, when I got um, drafted to play in the premiership out of college over there and went and did um, lacrosse over there, teaching the little manx over there, the Manchester kids in in the inner cities down there, how to play lacrosse during their gym periods and gym classes and things like that. So, uh, you know, um, I started off as actually as a – a primary school teacher and then I taught high school oh, okay. art for a long time. Um, so I wanted to stay, I, I like to stay youthful. Um, I don't want kids of my own and don't have, you know, my own kids. <laughs> hey, just so like me. <laughs> I kind of, yeah, I kind of use this as my father figure fulfillment, you know what I mean? So mm-hmm. being around the kids, being youthful, being able to mentor them, you know, and kind of, you know, you know, shape and mold the minds of the innocent youth, you know, if you're doing it the right way, have them buy in, have their parents buy in, show them that, you know, you actually care about what they're doing through a sport, um, you know, that kind of get the best out of them. Definitely. You know, hey, Justin, this is Mike. Uh, first of all, I want to echo what these guys are saying. I think it's great what you're doing for the youth, giving these kids chances to be scholar athletes in college, get an education. I'm, I'm really uh, yeah. I'm really encouraged by that, and I think that's awesome. My hat's off to you. I want to talk about the hip hop aspect to you. So uh-huh. you're a oh hip hop, you're a hip hop artist. No, it's all love. Hey, it's not always competitive. You know, there's enough lanes for everybody. Yeah. No, I, I think I think the uh huh was like okay. Now now, now we know. Now we get to the juicy part of the meat. We we, we know what Mike has been right, waiting right. for this whole interview. Oh yeah, he's That's been waiting. What it was. He was like, all right, come on, come on. No, I'm, <laughs> I'm listening. Hey, so so this is our first time talking. We got a lot in common. We both love sports. And we're both hip-hop artists. What I want to know from okay. you is because I have a I have a basketball podcast. I'm a co-host of a radio show. I love sports. I watch sports all the time. And I'm a hip-hop artist working on an album. How do you find a balance to do all of that? Shameless plug. Um, <laughs> it, 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 it's uh, music therapeutic for me. So for sure. um, it, it, ha- it has to be in my life. So I always got to find time, you know, throughout the day. Um, when I get out of lacrosse practice or before or whatever it is or whatever's going on, I always got to make sure that I get my time locked in, in the studio, whether it's, you know, just engineering some music and listening or listening to the beach, trying to catch a vibe or just freestyling and writing some bars as in just trying to keep that pen active. And, uh, um, you know, once I started progressing up and now I've uh, signed the verbal war zone, so I started doing battle rap, I would say, professionally now and standing face to face and remembering rounds and things like that. So I guess I kind of found that competition from my natural career in being an athlete and then said, hey, let me figure out a way with this music to still compete 
yeah. and I, uh, you know, so so battling now has been that's my main focus is just staying sharp and witty and and, and, and working on you know all those mannerisms. And, and, and what bars. Did, what do the kids so, tell you? Coach got bars. So hey, that was lit. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah, they're like yeah, yeah. They're like coach, coach got bars. Coach is in the bag. Like yeah, they 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 know. They're down with the lingo a little bit. They've been catching on more and more. Obviously, I'm working with a lot of suburb kids that well, might know, not be too keen you, on the. You uh, know, they're always gonna gas you up so they can make sure they get more playing time too. <laughs> yeah, but that don't work. They, they know that don't, they they know that don't work with me. If you can't play, you can't play. You know. <laughs> oh so. man, no, that's that's dope, and I'm I'm so glad. I I will tell you, like, as someone who is a, I do. Uh, youth softball with my daughter and her team and then you know obviously a regular day job but, mm-hmm. and then coming to do this I, I completely understand trying to find that balance like like we're talking about talking about what it's Mike. also about he- finding energy like to do yeah, all that yeah, yeah. that's yeah I'm saying, there's, a, energy. there's only so many Mountain Dew rise drinks you should oh boy <laughs> another shameless plug <laughs> he, he worked it and he worked it in all right man listen up before we, right. before we let you go tell our listeners where they can find you on social media and let us know about any projects you got coming up uh, you can find me on Instagram at J L L I M C five J Link five on Instagram. You can find me on uh, uh, Facebook as well. Um, that's where most of my material and things are. You can follow me on SoundCloud. Check out some of my music or freestyles at uh, SoundCloud.com forward slash J Lincoln J L I N C O L N. Um, you can look me up there, find out some of my tracks and things like that. For the most part, um, I'm just now starting to get back into the studio and trying to create okay. more music. Uh, right now, I'm just focusing on uh, this new MPC touchpad I got where I'm trying to go back to making my own original beat. And uh, yeah. getting, I'm getting back into the music. And, and I want to work on a solo project right now that I'm getting ready to start. That's going to take it back to that old school, gritty, uh, you know, Griselda, Wu Tang, you know the old school rapper. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like that's oh, what that's that's my inspiration and motivation. You know, Benny Conway, all those guys that bring it back to that cloth and boom bap rap, hip hop, and back to back to lyrics and, and yeah. really yeah. having something with substance. Talking about what the grown folks call the real hip hop. Yeah, real hip hop. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, ladies and gentlemen, please give it up for today's guest, Justin Porter. Thank you so much, Justin. Good talking to you, sir. You too. Appreciate it. Thank you. All right, guys. We'll be right back after right, from our sponsor. We all know that 2020 was no joke. And with an ever-changing world climate, many people are looking for a new opportunity. Guys, are you looking for a career that rewards effort and makes you feel valued as a team member? Let me tell you a little about our friends at ACSI. ACSI is a certified RCN business agent. They provide the same RCN services with a personalized touch. Their sales and technician teams work hand-in-hand, ensuring your experience will be smooth and pleasant. Gone are the days of being transferred from one person to the next. At ACSI, they handle everything from start to finish. It's never been so easy to get internet service. ACSI is a growing Chicagoland company that encourages personal growth and rewards perseverance. As they expand, they're looking for passionate, responsible, and honest professionals to join their team. A career with ACSI means you'll be part of a hardworking, flexible, and dynamic team that is a leader in the installation of cable and internet services in the Chicagoland area. Best of all, ACSI was awarded Hacia's 2020 Contractor of the Year Award. 
Are you ready to grow with a local Chicago company on the rise? Check out ACSI.tech and click on careers to get started. That's ACSI.tech and click on careers. Welcome back to the True Chicago Sports Fans Podcast with E-Rock and Big Z. And Mike Logic. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> it's that time again, guys. Uh-oh. You know what time it is. Oh, boy. It's time for Stirring the Pot. All right, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's still summer edition, so. So it's my time to shine, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, boy. Here we go. Who Are you all ready for me to be right? I'm just letting you know. No. So, okay. You're yeah. going to think you're right no matter what. So right. Like, that's, this is why these two of my best friends in this room right now who know me we're so well. We're your boys? Yeah, you are my boys. Yeah, we're friends. I'm glad you guys are boys on this episode we're- last time I was here. <laughs> you were trying to still build that camaraderie. <laughs> but 25 years wasn't long enough. Right. So look, look, uh, a staple in the Chicago community. Um, it's been around since 1926. We're going to talk about the original rainbow cone. Now, this is not just a scoop of ice cream. No, okay. it's not. This is layers, like stacks and stacks. There's slices of ice cream. It, it, the, looking at it is kind of weird. It's a little bit difficult to eat because it's kind of just all over the place. But mm-hmm. let me explain to you the uh, different layers of ice cream they put on here, okay? We got chocolate, mm-hmm. strawberry, mm-hmm. Palmer House, which is basically like this kind of like walnut thing going on there. Okay. Pistachio, and then on top is orange sherbet. It sounds like it shouldn't work. I'm with it. I, 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 we tried it a couple weeks ago. We took the kids over there. I, I kind of looked at it funny. I almost got the cookies and cream, and I was like, you know what? I'm here. I, I'm going for it. So looking at that combination of flavors, yay or nay on the original rainbow cone? I'm going to pull a SpongeBob, a SpongeBob here. I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> Is it the pistachio? Yes. How'd you know? Just when you think of pistachios, you think peanuts, and you think ice cream. I don't think it's a, a it doesn't sound like a great It's like peanut butter ice cream. Like who like I mean this that's a small market. And I keep it I don't, simple. I like peanut butter. I, I don't I don't like peanut butter ice cream. I no. I do. That's I way too much. I get a I mean if you give me give me peanut butter whiskey. Get mint chocolate. Yeah. Yeah. Not yeah. no, no, we're not mentioning that name until they give us some money. That's right. Pay up. Is yeah. it a pitch? Yes. <laughs> hey. No, but I keep it simple. I I, I like mint chocolate chip. First of all, shakes. that's Mint chocolate chip is possibly the worst thing ever on the planet. So, of course. Why are you putting chocolate in your toothpaste? No. What is wrong with you? No, I don't chew on toothpaste. I'm sorry, Mike. That's I, disgusting. I don't like that. But here's the thing. About I'm not doing that's that. That's how if I we, get down. Are we talking about the pistachio? Take the pistachio I, and I'm down with that. To, to be fair, like because of the combination of all the different flavors and you do have another ice cream with, with uh, walnuts in it, mm-hmm. it works. It's not. Here, I wouldn't sit there and eat like a scoop. Do you have any in your freezer? I got to try some. A what? Uh, what do I have? Seven flavors of ice cream in my freezer? What the hell's wrong with you? <laughs> Does it all come together? Yeah, they. So look, this this is the picture for. It's for, like basking around when they right, grab hey, a scoop so out of each one. Yeah. So essentially, they the way they have it set up, and and obviously I wasn't in the truck. They they did a uh, truck over here in Harwood Heights. Yes, yeah, so I saw that. Over the place. So basically, it's slices of ice cream. So it's just like little chunks, and they layer it up on the cone. That looks massive, like, man. It. I mean, that's that's Hey-o. what she said. <laughs> So anyway, yeah, I mean, look, I, I I looked at it funny. I gave it a chance. It was pretty good. If if you're weirded out by the pistachio, I get that. Um, but ju- I'm just here to tell you that uh, that you're absolutely wrong. I'm, I'm, not, not I'm, I'm willing wrong. to try it. Right. I'm willing to try it too. If Eddie pays. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> 
So what what is the weirdest combination of like either ice cream or flavor or flavor? Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Just or, or gelato. What? Gelato ice cream. What what is your most crazy combination that you've tried and and say you're you're with it? Man, I don't have a good answer for you guys. Because no, you know. I, no, I, I, I stay sent. You guys don't like the mint chocolate chip already. No. You've already it's bad. It's you, you can just eat. You've already poo pooed it. You can eat out of the toothpaste uh, tube. Yeah, I mean, you but can, that's all I get. But you know what you could do is maybe pick a good flavor. That would be probably a better <laughs> idea than what you're doing. <laughs> that's what I do. Hey, the man likes mint chocolate chip. Let him stay in his lane. What about what about what about what, you, man? What about you? Uh, I mean, I'm I'm. You're, are you more adventurous? Yeah, I mean, look, we were just talking about Jamaican food and eating oxtails. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. I, I eat all types of weird crap. Hey, when you ain't got no money, you what do you do? You, I, you I spam it up. You we're spam it up. Spam. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Like, hey, what about spicy ice cream? Have you had spicy ice? I cream? I have. There's a place by my house, and I'm not saying your name until they uh, sponsor us. Uh, that has gelato, and they had a vanilla curry one. The vanilla, vanilla curry, I'd give a shot, but like something that's just spicy for the sake of being spicy, like, eh, I mean, like it wasn't spicy, like because I like spicy food, and I was like, let me just try it because well, vanilla is vanilla, it's like whatever, and yeah. that's an and interesting we, combination. It is yes. ice cream's cold and, and spicy, sweet. Yeah. It's supposed to be sweet, right? And spicy yeah. just it, it doesn't seem like it would right. work. Well, you know what was funny was so um, the other day I was hanging out with my brother and sister. My cousin came over and she never had Jamaican patties, mm-hmm. and she's eating mm. it. And she she gets a little bit through. She's like, "Oh, this is so spicy!" And I was like, "Hold up!" Mm-hmm. I was like, "Hold up!" I seen you eat a whole bag of takis, and you were over here talking about this little Jamaican Scotch bonnet pepper. Y'all know spicy. about the Dollar Tree. Guess what's wrong with you? you can, what you talking about? You get Jamaican beef patties for a dollar at the Dollar Tree. Yeah, oh, dollar. yeah, yeah. Hey, yeah, I know, I know what you're talking That's about. That's the move. It, I mean, it is, and, and okay. if, you, if you've never had them, go, I've never go had get them. it. You throw it in the oven. I air fire. It's nice. You know, there I mean? you go. Yeah, that's legit. my jam right they're there. Legit. You get that nice flaky, crispy crust. It, it's it's pretty damn good, and it's one of those things that's it's super simple. Uh, every Jamaican joint has them. So I mean, uh, if you have not had one, go and get it. I will not name any names until you give me money. Uh, let me ask you a question. Yeah. Before we go, oh, what you looking at? What have you been watching that ain't <laughs> sports? Man, it's been so much sports and me attending sports that I have not gotten to a new show yet or a movie that you guys have been Whoa. recommending. Yes, that's the first time in a year and what a month or something that Whoa. we're on the air. And, yes. and usually you're like, yeah, I watched seven series this week, and I'm like, I've never heard of that, or I watched one episode and forgot it existed. Yeah, yeah. that's how I roll. Well, we, me and Mike are talking off air about the uh, Yellowstone, so that was phenomenal. Uh, yeah, there you go. I mean, Succession is coming back. I got a bunch of shows that are coming back that I'm waiting for, so. I haven't watched any, but I did fire up the PS3. <laughs> yes, the PS3, and I paid MLB 2015. Wow. Yeah, yeah. I do the I do the whole general manager. I run my organization. I'm playing with the Dodgers right now, and I got Jose Abreu on my team, of course. <laughs> does, does he still have the little Lou Albano? Uh, no, he does. It's pre <laughs> Lou Albano little beard. His little his little beard tail, his yeah, ponytail, yeah. and his shit. What's yeah, wrong with you? What about you, Mike? What you been watching? Well, he stole my thunder with Yellowstone. I just started that this week. Oh, it's a phenomenal show, yeah, man. And, and there's really not a good guy in that. Oh, there's, really? There's really not, everybody has an agenda. Yeah, there's really not a protagonist. I did watch Doctor Death. I want to see that. Yes, really Ph- phenomenal. That's, I thought it's with it was, your boy Pacey. I, I thought it was oh, really, Joshua yeah. Jackson. You know what? I I saw a commercial for that, but I didn't watch it yet. Yeah. But that's, that's yeah. Josh funny. Jackson. He he plays uh, the disgraced Doctor Chris Dunch. Because when you hear Doctor Death, you think of Kevorkian. Kevorkian, yeah. But this is about a doctor who was just performing terrible surgeries, and it seemed like he was doing it on purpose. And it kind of goes into why he might have done it 
He had a little bit of a, a drug issue. Uh, uh, I definitely recommend this. And Christian Slater. It's kind of like, like the Nick then. Haven't seen the Nick. Uh, if you have HBO mm-hmm. Go, the Nick is on there. Uh, it's with um, Jesus uh, Clive Owen. Uh, oh, okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. I remember seeing that around. But yeah, in, yeah. in Doctor Death, uh, they have Alc Baldwin. Yes. One of the okay. other doctors. Yes, I saw that. And I was saying Christian Slater's hilarious in it. So wow. I definitely yeah. recommend it. It's, it's on, on Peacock. It's on the queue. Check it out, y'all. That, that sounds really cool. I'll tell you what I watched was a recommendation that I took from the Shy Native radio show. Finally listen to us. Finally. <laughs> hey, hey. I Now that there's a podcast, I can listen anywhere at any time that I want. So yes. while I'm... We take, appreciate your listenership. While I'm taking a crap, I can crap all over y'all. So, hey. Hey. Based on your recommendation, though, oh, I went over oh, to boy. Netflix and I checked out that movie, Gunpowder Milkshake. Yeah. That was legit. It has I, I forget the girl's name, but she was a nebula in Guardians of the Galaxy. Oh, is it Karen um, Gilliam? Yeah, she, yeah, she was in Jumanji. My co-host Ideal keeps saying her name all the time. Right? <laughs> I'm like, let like, it go, man. Let it go. It sounds like you can't. But I mean, <laughs> hey, legit, like female, like you, you described it perfectly. Female John Wick, legit, uh, all-star female cast. Um, it, it was, it was. It was very good. I don't want to give any spoilers away, mm-hmm. um, but it's if you like John Wick, if you like the the beat 'em up like action packed, yeah. yeah. And it, it wasn't just like action like eighties actions where stuff is just blowing up. This is like people just beating the crap out of each other. It was fantastic. So it, for for those who aren't familiar with Shine Native Radio, we usually uh, we usually rank movies on a scale of one to three eights. And my ah. co-hosts, Ideal and Throne C, both gave this movie three eights. I gave it two and a quarter. I'm like, there's no way this is a classic. It's very good. Like Eddie said, I, I, I said that it was like a female John Wick. So yeah. I, I definitely recommend it to, to all who are listening as Iraq was recommending it to you. <laughs> no, uh, uh, yeah. I mean, we don't, like I said, we, I don't want to give it away too much, but uh, it's, it's definitely one of those things that... It's, it's got the lady from... Uh, Hidden Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, 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 All yeah, right. Yeah, 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 yeah. And Carla Gugino or whatever. Yeah, his name. The, the lady from so, Rampage with the Rock. She she's in she was in um, uh, the haunting of uh, the haunting of the mansion or whatever it is where you've seen her in movies. Yeah, she's been around for a long time. She was in Entourage. Uh, she's she's still Angela Bassett's in it. Too. Angela Bassett's in it. it. This is a very very good cast of characters. Angela Bassett looks phenomenal for being over 60 absolutely so i mean absolutely great great movie go check it out no more space jam it was it it cleared (laughs) it cleared space jam out of my brain while we're here and we got mike logic Mm -hmm. the number one lebron lover in the world i need your view of space jam real quick so the first time i watched it i had really high expectations as, as one could expect for me shocking and I really didn't love it. I'm like, there's way too much going on with this Very script. shocking. Way too much going on with this script. The movie wasn't really about LeBron. It was more about Warner Brothers placements and all the characters that Warner Brothers had throughout the, the year. There was a lot of cameos in the background, whole which was amazing. Of, yeah. that, was, that was the best part of the movie. Yeah. I didn't like what they did with the goon squad. Like, Diana Taurasi didn't even have legs. No, <laughs> she's a snake. I mean, do they the call basket- her a snake? I mean, I don't know. <laughs> the basketball was horrible. But when I watched it the second time... and. Oh, I was kind of like in a mode where, yo, this is a kid's movie. Even ah. though I did not appreciate the the Notorious P.I.G., which only people of our age yes. would yeah. get. So how much of a kid's movie is it? That's for you guys to decide. But the, but no, no, it was a kid's movie. But, 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 but that's all, folks. 
We're talking about the pig. <laughs> I thought you were doing Shots that. Shots fired across you, the bow. I thought you were doing that on purpose. My bad. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> a, a part of me for stuttering for a second. Holy cow. That was amazing. That, that was, yeah. That was a little good. defensive about the I, movie there. I appreciate that. I yeah. appreciate that. A little fire. But look, but look yeah. yeah. Well, look, yes, it was a kid's movie technically, but they had to throw in some nostalgia in there for us old folks, you know what I mean? So that's why they did. That's why there was digs at LeBron. I also didn't like Don Cheadle. I, I like yeah. I like the LeBron digs. They kind of are I, stereotypical. I, I didn't, I mean, I think I they, there was just... Them he's not mean to, enough. Don Cheadle's not a they, mean enough guy. They were, they were, they were searching for some type of... Uh, uh, star power in that. Danny like DeVito. Actor. Danny DeVito was perfect in the first one. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Perfect. Yeah, I mean, look, I I will tell you this. As far as like the Goon Squad is concerned, I think it's cool because me and and my my crew at work we got nicknamed the Goon Squad, so I will be purchasing some, some <laughs> shirts. I'll be purchasing uh, some shirts. My uh, my one buddy that I work with the uh, a few weeks ago. He came to me and he, he I said, hey, man, how, how was your evening? How was your weekend? He goes, oh, man, I didn't sleep good last night. I said, what happened? He goes, it was thunder outside. I was like, yo. I said, wait a minute. I says, you're a grown man. Are you telling me that you need a thunder buddy? A thunder buddy. And then, <laughs> and then another cat came from the factory and he was sitting there like, yeah, man, I slept terrible. And he was like, oh, okay. I was like, hold up. Y'all are each other's thunder buddies. You just didn't know. There you it. go. So this is my plan. Come Christmas, I'm gonna give him one of them big dumb teddy bears and put a Goon Squad T-shirt on it and leave it as a chair at work. That's the place. That's dope. Now, I gotta remember it. <laughs> I gotta remember that by Christmas time. So Write it on your notes. But last thing about Space Jam, I thought overall it had a good message for parents. Good message, absolutely. I mean, get your he- get your kids' heads out of the screens. Yeah, yeah. Just you know, love your kid. Not Despite, everything you yes. want for your kid is maybe what they want. Right. Agreed. A hundred percent. You gotta love them. You gotta encourage them. If if your kid wants to build video games instead of you know play sports, support. God, it. God bless. Yeah. Support. I, I I think being a parent and being a parent of someone who is is in that transitional phase where they're just really trying to find the way that they can express themselves. Think about what you were like at that time. Right. What you the liked. Parents and, forget. And the I think the number one thing that parents forget, like you said, right. They try to impose what well, no, their picture. No, no. I, we we all just want to be respected for what we are, right? When you're a little kid, you have a lot of thoughts in your head too that you don't say out loud. Oh so yeah, you have little your opinions. Those usually get you in trouble though. But but mm. no, no, no I'm <laughs> got me in like, trouble. I think a lot of times is that we don't take. You seem we, like a troublemaker. I was. We don't take enough time to listen to the, what the kids are actually saying and actually listen to what they're saying. And not oh yes, just hear them. I, I agree. That's what it agreed. Is. We're just like yeah yeah yeah. Okay, now that you're done talking about that, how we're gonna do my thing, and I think that's a big part of it. So basically. Mike, you are correct. Listen to your kids. Respect what they're telling you. And really listen to them. Not, yeah. Don't just hear them. You yeah, know what yeah. I mean? So when the Oscars are being doled out, is uh, LeBron? No, 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 no. no, no. Why, no. Why, why, no. Would you, why? Why would you ruin? That's why, how you ruin the that episode. That was the end of the show. I know. You ruined it. I, know. Look, I, I had on, to. On that note. <laughs> I had to. On that note. It's that, all love. That it's is love. it for today. Thank you so much for listening. A big thank you to our sponsors, 606 Media, True Chicago Sports Fans, ACSI, and Grit Clothing Company. Don't forget to go to gritclothingco.com and get your official TCSF podcast t-shirt. Search for keyword True Chicago and use our promo code TRUEFAN15 at checkout for 15% off of your entire order. That's TRUEFAN15. Go and get your shirts right now.
right now. And don't forget to visit our new friends over at ACSI.tech and check out their career section to start an exciting new career in the communications industry. Shout out to our boy Mike Logic for being a guest host on our show. And shout out to Ideal. The all new episodes of the All Net Podcast are available every other Monday when the NBA season when the yeah. NBA season comes back. We'll take a couple weeks off. A couple weeks. We got some things to do. There you go. And don't forget to check out the Shine Native Radio Podcast, now available on all major platforms. Mike Logic, Ideal, throw him seeing words, talk about sports, movies, and all types of ill spit. <laughs> Shout out to Road Nash and shout out to Panic for the beats we play on today's show. Check out paniconthebeat.com for all your moment merch and gear. Check us out on social media. You can find us at True Shy Fans on Twitter. That's at True CHI Fans on Twitter and on TikTok. Find us on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, Spotify, and reach out to us. Hit the DMs with your stirring the pot ideas, your movie recommendations, and just tell us what you think about the show. Mm-hmm. And don't forget, you can reach us at TrueChicagoSportsFans at gmail.com. All right, y'all. For Big Z and Mike Logic, this is E-Rock. We will see you next week for episode 56. Until then, be good to each other. For the love of sports. Yeah. Chill. Let's go home. A few moments later. You have a lot of incest. That's real. Shut your mouth. Lover boy. Nature versus nurture, Lodge. Nature always wins. I think he's on steroids. Hasta luego, amigos. That's off. Oh, I shouldn't have had those artichoke poppers.